Brand new banger. Banger. What is what is your your hatred for John Cena? Yo, when Hulk Hogan takes a rock bottom better than you, there's a problem. There's a problem. My man. All right, so give me the camera. One rock bottom. Yo, no, no, no. It's more than that. Show, give me the camera. I got the fucking camera. Danny, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do it for you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm give you the whole spiel. He came out as a prototype. Mm-hmm. Eh, whatever. You know, he slaps Kurt Angle. Rude disaggression. I'm not into that. Whatever. He comes out as a rapper. I'm like, okay, all right. I I can dig it. You know, he got. You know, he's from Boston, so that's a strike. You know, that's New Yorkers. We don't fuck with Boston too much, but you know what? I look over that. He's doing his thing. Some original. Some some I could. You know, there's some different. It's entertaining. Comes around, and my man has a choice between the Big Show, Kane, or Shawn Michaels, and he gives the most pussiest promo I've ever heard in my life. I will never forgive this. And he's on some. Well, you know, I don't want to fight the Big Show because you know he's a huge guy, and you know you got the the big red machine. Who wants to fight him? And Shawn Michaels is a le- Fuck that, bro. You already beat all these motherfuckers already. Her return on SmackDown. Okay. So I definitely read some rumors about that. Because for whatever reason, and I don't know Cody's reason, you turn around and go back, and people are going to be You destroyed thrones, and you go back? We have been doing this shit for ages, and he still doesn't know how to take it right. Trust me. That's it. I got you. Oh, shit. That's what I was talking That's the way he did collapse in the sun. It was the kick. It was the and he's fuck- not even in his fucking chair when he puts on, <laughs> when he gets in this fucking thing. He's not even in his fucking chair. Yeah, but he there he goes. Oh! There he goes. Both matches without the wrestlers were in the table. And, and on that note, everyone. It's your friendly neighborhood. I stay loose, I stay high. I stay loose, I stay high. I stay loose, I stay high. I could do this all night. Cause I do what I like. Yeah, I do what I like. Yeah, I do what I like. Sipping goose, sip is right. And I go with the flow. Yeah, I go with the flow. Yeah, I go with the flow. Cause I know I'm the show. In the zone, here I go. In the zone, here I go. In the zone, here I go. Yeah, they know I'm a pro. you get elbowed in your elbow with an elbow got the arm ball get the phone ball get around with the bomb with the bomb ball <laughs> yo 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 what's going on everybody it's fucking thursday night you know what that means is wrestling with knuckleheads we got rembrandt in the fucking building what's what up, going what on bro <laughs> hey y'all what's good what's going on chilling chilling man how are you doing how are you doing Oh, you know, just, just another day being a black man in America. 
I hear you, but you know, you get to do it in a limo onto a lid jet and all that other shit. You're doing big things. I see you, bro. I see you. <laughs> well, you know, uh, my guy, Mr. Martinez, came back recently, so perks. I hear you. I hear you. And as always, we got Gigi in the building. We got Ray with us in the building. And Rembrandt, we start out with the six rapid questions like like we always do for the past like four or five guests that we had. So are you ready? All right, that's, all right, that's not one of the questions, but question number one. How well does Ray know Kate Beckinsale? Not well at all. All right, because I, he does a little thing. I think he's an undercover agent for her. I don't know. Wow. It, you know what I'm saying? It's it's well known that she's into me. And, you know, I got to watch out. I got to watch out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, question number two. Tokar and Razor or Bebop and Rocksteady? Bebop and Rocksteady. Okay, okay. He's going with the classic. All right, number three. Finish this phrase. No ticky, no touchy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it sounds right. <laughs> All right. Number four. When is peanut butter jelly time? All the time. Facts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, number five. In the hood, we reference Kool-Aid by its color or by its flavor? By its flavor. Oh, wait, I'm wilding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's by his color. My fault. My fault. Nah, I hear you. I hear you in the limo, so you know, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> you, you fancy on us for a second. I get, I get it, but you correct me. <laughs> I definitely uh, heard that question wrong. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. And the last question. If a hamster's life expectancy is only two years, what was the life expectancy for someone who landed on the beach in Normandy? What? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> How the fuck did you pull that question out your ass? Deep in my mind deep. right now, bro. Seven the, minutes. The real question is: Does Toll know where Normandy is? It, yeah, it's 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 by Jersey. I'm gonna say and half. half. <laughs> and half it is. That's it. That's six questions. That's that's just six rapid questions. We like to break the ice here. Even though Kate, I know Kate Beckinsale's watching this shit. Yo, relax. She hasn't hit me up for like three years. You know what I'm saying? That's how I know she's in love with me. When they keep quiet. But what Ray got to do with it? Yeah. Wh why I, I yo, all of a sudden? Like... He got a haircut the other day, and that was like he took a suggestion from her. I'm just saying, you know. You just smacked him. I recognize shit. <laughs> what? Got you. Just saying. Just saying. It's Watch like it's like friend. people without kids. They judge. They judge kids all the time. You know what I'm saying? I have a kid, and I judge kids all the time. That don't mean shit, nerd. <laughs> but you you don't count. Questioning these damn children. You're the exception. <laughs> Listen, as someone with no kids, they sometimes they deserve to be judged. They be wild. This is true. This is true. A lot of them are disrespectful. Not mine, though. Mine's an angel. Word. Yes. I don't know who gave... I don't know who gave Pro a, a, a fucking keyboard, but he was only supposed to get access to a screen. Oh, Pro, I'm give weak. the keyboard back. 
but it's sliding under the door. <laughs> wow. Well, Rainburn, thank you so much for taking your time out to hanging out with us here on Wrestling with Knuckleheads. Uh, I just want to get into it. Uh, you have been trained with the amazing Red. My guy's amazing. His name is, uh, no pun intended. How was it like training with him? Uh, the best, honestly. Um, you don't realize it when you're going through it, obviously, because, fuck, you got to, like, work all the time, right? Uh, he's not gonna, he's not gonna sugarcoat it for you. Like, you see, either you earn it or you don't. It's really that simple. Uh, but through the process of earning it, I became a better person, a better wrestler, a better man. You know, so I love that man. Uh, there's not enough good things I can say about Amazing Red and everything he did for my career. Did he teach you how to do that six thirty? No, but I will say, I will say, I came close one time. I came close, really close one time. Uh, he was having a high flying class with uh, John Um, and you know, I was feeling myself that day, but I lost. So that's gotta be scary as shit to be flipping so many times in the air. Fun fact I am afraid of heights, so. I don't know why I do it, but you know, here we are. <laughs> so you just have a fucking moment when you're out there. You're like, fuck it. Just go for it. That's like every time. Every time I'm on the top rope and I'm like, why am I up here again? Because I don't feel good about this. But, you know, then you feel that adrenaline rush and you're like, yeah, I got this shit. And then you feel good about yourself. I don't know. As good as you can feel, you know. In a wrestling ring, I would say. Okay. Now you definitely had talks to say that Mr. Martinez is back in the scene. We got Jobber Slam 3. You laid out the challenge to Big Cuzzo. I'm going to just put it out there real quick. We, yeah. got, we got a title on the line at I'm Jobber gonna... Slam 3. Are we going to see Mr. Martinez coming back with you? You riding solo? Is Cosmic going to be with you? Just a, you know? Wow, there's a lot of questions, right? Sorry, so I'm so sorry. One at a time. <laughs> no, 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 that, hey, listen, I will honestly say that I have the same questions all the time because you look around, right? And when I joined, we were supposed to have McDrake. We were supposed to have Abraham. We were supposed to have um, everybody, honestly, Christina Marie and, you know, I look around lately, and the only one that seems to be putting in work is Rembrandt. I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm just saying it's a little lonely out here. So, with that being said, is Mr. Martinez going to show up? I don't know, because technically he's still suspended for whatever reason. Um, will I be with Cosmic? Maybe. I don't know. Cosmic's my favorite. Everyone knows that. And so when she needs me, I'll be there. And when I need her, she'll be there. But with that being said, uh, going back to the topic at hand, um, which is the Federated Championship. I mean, oof, the Federated Championship. Look at me jumping the gun. The Fallout Championship. <laughs> the Fallout Championship. <laughs> um, the reason We're why just I manifesting out it out there. That's all it is. Yeah, you got to speak into existence sometimes. But 
Um, the reason why I did what I did, like, I respect Tuzzo. I do. I have no problems with that man. He's a great athlete, great champion, great representative. And I'm rooting for him, honestly. But it's just the wrong time for him. Because for me, for me, I got screwed out of being a tag team champion. My tag team partner was not cleared to compete, and yet I was still forced to defend my championship against someone from a different, with a different gender. Now, I'm not sexist. My hands are equal opportunity, and Cosmic's hands are equal opportunity. But with that being said, it was not a fair situation for me to be in. Um, and yet, I got out of that and was still cast in on by somebody who wasn't even in the match. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me, but, you know, here we are. I'm trying to be a better Rembrandt this year. I'm not trying to go crazy like I used to and, you know, start attacking people and blase, blase, you know, because I'm a good person, and I know I'm a good person. So, with that being said, we go to the initial match for the title, and I get screwed again, right? I get screwed again because this dude, Dirty Dave, whatever he want to call himself, Attacks me after he's already eliminated. Now, I'm not here to whine and complain, but he cheated. It's as simple as that. He was not honorable about it. So, I, being the honorable Rembrandt, challenges a honorable champion in Kozo. Now, I can promise you this match is going to be fire for whatever that's worth to y'all. Uh, for me personally, I know I'm going to have a long night. That is a huge man. I'm not exactly King Kong. But with that being said, I'm smart. And I've been at this for a little while. So I think I like my chances. I, I mean, you've been through the fire because, you know, just to reiterate, my man, he played it humble, but we saw the match. It was a it was a two on two that turned into a four on one that turned into a two on one, and you wasn't even prepared for the two on two because your partner wasn't even available. And there's always a dirty raft somewhere. Yeah, like my your, your partner came out in a full body cast with a wheelchair, <laughs> IV connected to him, and they still made you wrestle. You defended your tag team titles, and then four other people come attack you, and you didn't even know that it was supposed and to happen. I, and I also like to point out, you know. I'm no expert, I'm no conspiracy theorist, but every time I see uh, Yo Kim, he has a Scott Rican shirt on. Ooh. So, the, the devil is in the details, bro. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Uh, you gotta love the favoritism there. How, how are you gonna do that? Listen, Damn, if, Joe. You something, I mean, if you see something and you can say, Honestly, that Rembrandt made that up. Put it out to me. You'd be wrong, but put it out to me. I'll wait. But you legit have a post on IG when you approached Joe, when and then Dirty Dave was sitting down, and he did have the Scott Rican shirt. So he's not lying, folks. There, there is there is evidence proof on his IG that that shows that. And I'm not. Listen, I love me some Joe. Joe, you know I love you. When the knuckleheads love you, but you did have the Scott Rican shirt on, and you were sitting with Dave. I, I don't, I don't know what's going on, man. I'm just, 
I'm just trying to like everybody. I'm just. <laughs> I also, I also want to point out, right? You know what I, you know what I always see when Steve Pena beat uh, Mick Drake, right? And he became a double champion. He got the hug from Joe Kim, right? When A Game won his belt, he got the hug from Joe Kim. When these two jumped me and took my tag titles, basically, they got the hug. But when I won a hardcore match against the main event, I ain't get no damn hug. I got a sad face. Damn. And you whoever's know? in the comments talking about it's a nice shirt, kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> See, Kenny, you starting problems, Kenny. See? Kenny, you fucking up, man. See, I was... I was gonna ask what kind of you know what kind of cotton they use for that shirt. It could be Egyptian cotton. Maybe they made that shirt out of people's sweater from Shaft. You never know. I'm just I'm just saying. Sometimes I be wearing shirts that they they just comfortable, and then he don't even realize that you know they got the shirt on and all that stuff. But the hug thing you can't dispute. You can't mistakenly not give somebody a hug. I get hugs from people I don't even know. That's what I'm saying. Damn, man. That's it. That's that's you know what? No, we, we gotta get the conspiracy board. We gotta call our good friend Toasty. See if he if he can make some connect the dots there. Uh oh. Connect the dots with this. Listen. Rem knows what I'm talking about. We gotta get the old friend in there to, to connect the dots. Of course. Toasty oh, would have, Toasty would have it locked up, but he, he would. He would. The, we, the, the conspiracy is so obvious. I'm not even gonna have Toasty waste his time. So so you, so because you're here. When you beat Cuzzo, are you expecting a hug from Joe Kim? Am I expecting it? No. Because I already saw the look on his face last time I won a championship. So imagine if I have the championship representing the future of his company and this business. It's all in my it's all in my image, and then I could do whatever I want with it. It'll be the Federated Championship. No. Whatever I want. Maybe I'll put my face on the damn thing. Point is, he's not going to be happy about it because he's a prideful man. And he's he can't admit when he's wrong. And see, like, he he had his pulse on Cosmic. He had his pulse on Steve Pena. He had his pulse on Aiken. But you know who he missed out on? Rembrandt. Mr. Martinez got Rembrandt. And so he's not going to allow himself to be like, oh, missed the boat on that one. And that's why poor old Rembrandt won't have a hug. I tell you what, me the knuckleheads will be there on on uh, Jabba Slam three. So if you want, you can hug any one of us, all of us. We have a group hug when you win. Oh, you know, we'll hug each other, and you could watch us. Whatever. What, I'm not trying to say no freaky shit to all the Spotify motherfuckers that are listening. Get your mind out the gutter, motherfuckers. But I'm just saying, we're here for you. And you know we we will help you out, bro. We because I can't allow a brother to to you know be sad at his highest moment. You feel me? That's very generous of you. I appreciate that. I just want you to know. And I appreciate you appreciating that. Wow, what <laughs> the amount of appreciation going on today? Is something I'm not. Yeah, used to, you know, you know what I'm saying? getting booed. This. We don't we don't boo works of art here, all right? Well, I was gonna say you kind of booed him though, like at 
two shows ago when oh, damn, he was he around. I did not boo him. him. I told him you, you, to take his hands off my woman. There's a difference between the booing and 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 standing up for for what's right. Now changing the subject. Because no, 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 that's not what we're here that, to talk I about. Like, I feel Ray. like Rem wants to talk about that a little no, bit. Listen, like, how are you going to argue with the guy when he's he's trying to defend his titles? Like, did we oh, have again, an argument or did we have here. a like we gonna, like men? We bring this and, up. This, yo, first off, I already suffered the wrath of Gigi when I had this fucking argument with with Rembrandt because she smacked the shit out of me because I threatened to take my shirt off. Okay, so this pretty much squashed on my end. Well, now you, we gotta get the, it, the, we gotta get Rem's uh, thoughts on this now. Yeah, you had to get slapped. It was it was necessary. Was it necessary, Gigi? It really was. It really was. Nobody needs to see all that. Listen, the, the, I, I, see all that. I've been stopped twice. I will not be stopped a third. Just saying. Mm. You notice how in this box right here, I get disrespected. I'm just saying. <laughs> Listen, it's expected. Um, that this. Box Wow! I'm sponsoring big three. I'll sit by myself. Wow, Kenny! Wow, Kenny's just like distancing himself from the knuckleheads, bro. Like, see, that's why that's why he's not even here right now. I just noticed the time we have one of my friends on now, Kenny don't want to come on. It's because Rembrandt comes around exposing the truth, and now everybody got to go Rembrandt. Oh man, it's tough. With Word. that said, let me ask you, because <laughs> we see, we see how you are. We see, we see the swag that you bring to the ring. What made you like? Who would, uh, inspired you really to be like? You know what? This is what I want to do. Like, who was that one wrestler that's like in your mind that's like, nah, that's dope. I'm gonna do that. Uh, hmm. I'm be honest, it never really felt attainable okay. growing up uh, for one reason or another. I mostly watched uh, what was on TV. I wasn't like a super hardcore fan or anything like that. I learned about that as I went on. Uh, shout out Nacho Libre. It was a good movie, but no, that wasn't my inspiration. <laughs> um, so with that being said, uh, it was... It didn't really feel attainable, honestly, until I started training with Red. Uh, just, I saw him at an Impact show. I want to say maybe a couple months before I graduated high school. Uh, it was like him against AJ Styles and someone else in a triple threat. And just seeing them all kind of, I don't want to downplay them because they are all athletes and, you know, amazing athletes in their own rights um but seeing it be so tangible in front of you compared to like the only wwf show i went to i saw like kane and stone cold so those larger than life characters and larger than life i guess bodies compared to like the athletes who were performing who didn't look like me at the time because i was just a skinny kid but you know height wise i was like oh maybe one day I could do that. Um, but yeah, I didn't really feel attainable until I actually started training and watching Red move. And then like in, in your head, when you watch him do something, it's a little bit intimidating because he's so f fucking fluid. Like it's stupid. Um, 
so you get a little bit intimidated because you're like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do half the things this man does. But then you realize without realizing it that you can because, you know, one day I just ended up keeping up. Um, and it took a while. Like, I was still working on shows already and stuff like that. And I just wasn't getting it until I did one day. And I, there are a lot of favorite wrestlers I have, but I would credit him for making it believable that I could actually do it myself. Because I didn't believe that at all growing up. That's, that's some deep shit. Why? I mean, that that's a lesson for life too. Cause you 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 honestly think you can't do something until you try, it and then you realize you know something. This is actually obtainable. You no. Know? I mean, honestly, like I when I joined Red School by accident, <laughs> I was <laughs> looking for something else and just happened to stumble upon his school and. The decision to do that was just, I got home from the army and I was like medically discharged and I just didn't know what the fuck to do with myself. And my uncle who passed away when I was younger, um, he was the person that got me into wrestling and I was just missing him at the time. And I was like, well, let me just go see. And then eight, nine years later, however it's been now, still here doing it. So, yeah. You know, sometimes you just gotta trust your gut, I guess. It's definitely worked out again, seeing that growth of yours again, to see from those early days, seeing those good days as Herbal Affairs to the main event Rembrandt we see now. (laughs) Seeing that that growth, I was gonna bring it up. If I'm here, I'm gonna bring up those, those again, this it's 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 the glory days to get where we are. So I want to talk about that for you. How has that been that evolution for you? How has that feel to get through everything from the days like that of Rembrandt Lewis to Ezekiel Lewis to the main event Rembrandt we see today? That growth, how was that for you? It is certainly interesting to say the least. Um, because I don't think Anyone saw it coming? And also, a lot of my growth is... The growth I gain in the ring is tied to outside of the ring as well. So I kind of grow in a symbiotic nature that way. Meaning, like, it might be something that, for example, if Red is talking to us on the outside of the ring about real-life stuff, for whatever reason, it'll click to me in the ring and then that'll click to me something else. Um, I sucked when I first started. Like I had no business being out in the ring uh, six months into my training. Like I sucked. I just had a lot of great trainers and a lot of great uh, wrestling dance partners, I'll say. Um, And a lot of great people behind the scenes that believed in me. Um, to see this me and compare it to the me that walked out for my first match, the me that walked out as a tag team in Herbal Affairs, 
and excellence um and even house of glory it's completely different because in my own ways i had to fight upwards and kind of just like make people see like oh shit no wait he can really do this because for a long time i didn't think i could and, you know, I had people like, you know, uh, RIP Matt Travis. Um, I had Mark Quinn. I had Leroy, uh, Big Game Leroy. I had Sasha. I had Big Daddy Cruz, uh, Chris Seaton, people like that who believed in me in the beginning, who, for whatever reason, just saw something. And I went from not knowing who the fuck I was going to be to being in a tag team where it was like my real life persona and my tag team partner, it wasn't his real life persona, but he was the good wrestler. And I was like, kind of not the good wrestler. So we tried to make it work and we did for a while. Like, I feel like we did some good stuff, but for whatever reason, there wasn't really that faith in us. Okay. Um, you know, we joined the House of Gangon. I get rechristened Ezekiel Lewis. And I just kind of threw myself into it. I was like, okay, if this is going to happen, then I'm going to make it fucking work. Even if it's not meant to make me be a superstar, I'm going to make a superstar out of this group. One way or another. And so being in situations with private party, with the smileys of the world, with the amazing reds of the world, and being able to learn. And even when I was just managing uh, Anthony Gangone, and he was facing guys like Cody Rhodes, um, just being able to sit there and watch someone like Cody work or someone like Red work up close and personal and learn little tips and tricks that they don't even realize they're giving away. That was something that in the moment, I'm like, I should be out there, but I still made the most of what was happening. And now I'm able to showcase it because whether he wants to believe, uh, admit it or not, Joe sees something in me. Mr. Martinez, he sees something in me. Uh, PPW, they see something in me. And sometimes they know exactly what it is and a lot of people will tell me sometimes, I don't know what it is, but it's something. And that's good enough for me. I'm going to take it and I'm going to. Make fun of it then. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to make, gonna make it, something. it something. Oh, yeah, that shit. Do you have any got very they got very deep very early and I'm digging it and I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you and I've been in a situation similar to yours not obviously training or anything like that but I just want to let you know you see the growth from your first wrestling match to where you are now and imagine where you are now to the future because when I got introduced to, to wrestling it was at Jabba Slam too and then I saw you all throughout Battle Club and that that it that they see I see it also it was, I've been watching wrestling my whole life you walk out of the ring you had me scared when you walked out when Cosmic won the women's title, 
and you had the briefcase, I was like, oh shit, don't tell me you about to take that, that you about Bro. to take this shit from her. And you Bro. 100% convinced me. I was like, down to our assholes. Yeah. Like, nah, he's not going to do this shit to her. Yeah. Don't you do this shit. And I have a video of me like, don't you do this to her. Don't you do <laughs> the funny thing about that is <laughs> I knew why I was out there and it was because something was special about that. And it was the yeah. fact that I knew later on that night, by hook or by crook, I was going to beat main event. Myself and the big G, Apon, we were going to beat main event one way or another. So I already knew I was going to take those tag titles. Cosmic and I came in together. We debuted for Battle Club on the same night. And, you know, through our own ways for the first time, we we made a foothold. She is the Icons champion, and I was the tag team champion, and we did it on the same night. And I just, it wasn't lost on me is basically what I'm trying to say. And I didn't tell her I was going to go out there because it just felt right. And so if you really pay attention, you see she almost was hesitant to hug me because she really yeah. thought I was going to cash in on her. But I mean, if I get desperate, who knows? But realistically, like she has a lot to do with the current Rembrandt you see now. Um, and I don't think I would have the same self-belief I have if I didn't have a cosmic in my life. And so with that being said, I just, in my own little way, wanted to congratulate and thank her at the same time. I hear that. Once we got past that scary moment, it was it was, it was dope to see it. Because someone came up to me and was like, no, no, they actually tag team. I said, oh, Okay. That would make a little bit more sense. You know what I'm saying? Because I was about to be like, oh, shit, wait. Get up, little kid, and then throw the chair in the ring. Like, nah, this shit ain't about to happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was going to blame it on show. Because, you know, he was standing next to me, and he's he's a little darker, so y'all believe it and shit. But, you know, <laughs> hey, listen. I cannot. Yo, wow. that's, that's what I do. I poke, the, I poke the fucking bed. When he's not here, we talk shit. But I started this off about how, you know, I'm having another day as a black man in America and now you're trying to flame black. Well, he's black the... He, like, what's he's no, no, no. He, he, he's, 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 he's Dominican. Don't oh. don't let him fool you. He's yeah, Dominican. Nah. He's Listen, Dominican I'm eight, black. But I'm 8% Nigerian. I'm 8% Nigerian, so I know how you feel. Okay. Shut up. Right. <laughs> I can't say. Carry on. Hey. You know, if we got if we got put over in the car, which I have and been drug out plenty of times, it don't matter what my nationality is. So I I know what it's like. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I live in the Bronx. Every day is. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm but yeah, it's I, I I hear you. But it's dope <laughs> to see that that you know uh, the influence of of Cosmic has on you, and also the influence that you have on Cosmic as well. Because we've seen a more ruthless side, y'all like skin people are fucked up. I ain't say shit, Kenny. Go fuck yourself, all right? Leave me out of this, all right? Fuck off. I will off. him. But <laughs> don't blame it on Ray either. You Somebody got put Ray through a table, man. I, I made it my life's mission. But go ahead, ask your question, Gigi, before. Damn, right? Bro, <laughs> see, statements like that is going to get you hurt with Ruthless Lala. 
So I'm going to need you. Like, so there's no. a list so now. Because auntie will come for you, son. I got, a, I got an inside man. I don't man. know if you know this, but she's been flying lately. She will fly through those ropes. And she won't land on your ass, and you won't be able to take her home. No matter how many times you say, if a wrestler lands on you, you get to take that's, him home. That's the rule, right, 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 right. your ass up. If a wrestler lands on you while while the show, you get to keep you get to keep him. I, I don't think that's how it works, honestly. You, I, I mean, shit. That's what I be telling you. I'm kids. no expert, clearly. You know, because I, <laughs> I guess I'm the one landing on you, but. <laughs> Yeah, no. But um, <laughs> like I was saying, we see the influence Cosmic has on you, but we also see the influence you have on Cosmic because she's been a lot, a little bit more ruthless lately. She's been on her, on her, on her, her favorite dickhead moments, and I love it because I'm here for all of this. Like, um, it, it's that it's is, good to see I like this extra backbone though. I I will say that that has nothing to do with me and more with the fact that she's just comfortable in the ring. Um, I think we all forget that that was her rookie year. Um, when she got to Battle Club, she had only been wrestling, I want to say, maybe six months on, to, on, like, live shows. So she was literally trial by fire um we had came back from the pandemic and it was just like fuck it let's just do it and see what happens and she knocked it out the park but a lot of people forget that was still her rookie year and so it's just you can only be so comfortable as a rookie um and now you see she has her championship She's winning matches, and also, she doesn't have, I don't want to say she doesn't have me as a safety net, because I'm always with the shits, but she doesn't need me anymore. Like, she can stand on her own two feet. She can beat anybody on the roster, and she has beaten everybody on the roster. And so, with that being said, you're just seeing the person I already know shine a little bit more because she's feeling herself as she should and then you know she got her fans if you can call them that politically correct way to call them that and you know <laughs> I don't you, know, like, you, there's no you way can call them whatever you want on this fucking show <laughs> we, there's no way you cannot have confidence when you have Word. dedicated dedicated some thirsty ass motherfuckers on like hers. Yeah. Yeah. Orbiters. Yeah. And I saw that shit, Gigi. She pointed up at me. You saw that? She pointed up at me. She's like, he one of them. And nah, I, listen, I'm not, I always have a drink of me. I'm not that thirsty on social media. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want my, my fucking messages on the stories and shit. I have some kind of humility. I be saying that shit in my head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, all, I, all I'm going to say is it's not just the fans. That's all. There you go. <laughs> it's Cosmic Swirl, and we're all living in That's it. Listen, all I'm going to say is if she catches you oh, with Jordy like Lee's hair, I don't think she's going to be so nice to you as she was last time when she caught you talking to Janiyah Kai. I'm just saying. Yo, first off, 
when I was talking to Janaka, that was all business. All right. And I was looking for her and Janai was helping me out. And the second I was strutting for her with the hair because I was feeling myself. I felt like a 12 year old boy again when I had hair, you know, because, you know, I, I got I got blessed with the boldness at a very early age, Rembrandt. You know, I'm not I'm not as young as I used to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I see, I see. Yeah. So so when someone gives you the gift of hair, you got to take it. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Yeah, I but, mean, I, but I don't. But yeah. Yeah, but but, but <laughs> just for the record, let it be known. In my head, I was like, you can't be doing this shit because you know Cosmic see this and she yell at me, then we're gonna have a fucking problem. And I said that in my head because I'm not stupid to say that shit to Shorty Lee. <laughs> I well, see yeah, her throwing bat at somebody. Though, right? My guys, like I'm picking my battles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's he's also got, forgetting we're live right now. When so I got home, like, when I got she, home, she, I had some she, choice words. <laughs> but you know, but I can say it because they're not here for me. They're not watching this for me. They're watching this for Rembrandt. They're watching this for this man right here. So when I'm talking, they muted it. Oh, they, oh. You know? <laughs> that was flattering as fuck. I'm not gonna run. <laughs> hey, this man, yo, soak it up, bro. Soak it up. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, I'm humble. I'm humble today. I'm humble. <laughs> but now, um, yeah, I just feel like, again, she's just finding her groove, and that's why you're seeing like her do her thing everywhere. Um, it's just a weird thing, like. It's like you're trying to figure it out. It's like swimming. You're trying to figure it out. You're trying to figure it out. You don't know if you're swimming because sometimes it actually feels like you're drowning. Yeah. Which might be swimming. And that's what it feels like. But now she knows she's swimming. And so she's just doing shit to have fun while she's swimming. Also, shout out to my guy, Matt Awesome. He got his ass beat the other day. Uh, yeah. Not in a, not in a defenseless way. But in a like he earned his stripes kind of way, and like someone who knows what that is, because you know I I, I fought Pena my debut match, and I still hear the ch- the chops sometimes. <laughs> but the you know, hey, shout out to you, bro. You did your thing. Word, he he survived. Nah, nah, nah. He didn't survive. He fought. No, yeah, yeah. He fought. It's a difference he's, between fighting and surviving. That that's true. That man fought. His left, his left, uh, his left chest survived. It was a, there was a handprint in there. Oh, like that handprint okay. was so oh, deep. There was some fingerprints. We've <laughs> 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 been marked for life and shit. <laughs> Yo, this looks like a father here in my left ear, Dave. Word. I should just his ear drum. Oh. So oh, my chest uh, fucked up and I can't hear. Nice. So I got the question that everybody's been asking. Maybe you can or you can't answer because you know the HIPAA related, but your tag team partner at was it any up? Was it was it any up? Where uh, he came out with the full body cast and the IV and the neck brace and sunglasses. What was his diagnosis? Why couldn't he wrestle? What happened to him? Like, can you disclose that information or no? I can confidently say that this is a need-to-know basis. Okay. And so when you guys are privileged enough to know the situation, you will. What you can know right now is that 
he's in the lab. And I still keep in contact with my guy. He's in the lab. He's not done yet. Don't worry about that. Uh, as far as the rest of Federated, I have no clue. Like I said, no one's seen Mick since he lost to Steve Pena, which, you know, I get because losing to Pena sucks. But damn, bro. You know, it was a big group. A little lonely like, out here. I'm a little lonely out here. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but, you know, with that being said. It's lonely at the top. That's all. It's lonely at the top. Oh, it's always only at the top, but I'm used to it now. So I just, sometimes I like to put out a little milk carton SOS for the rest of Federated if they want to come back to Brooklyn and, you know, run shit again like they used to. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned right now, you know, Federated runs through REM. And with that being said, it starts with Jabba Slam 3, you know? We got good matches. We got my guy, Simon Miller. Why? Yep. Here's why. Um, <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got Simon Miller going against Sir Wilkins again. But this time, you know, he's bringing back up. He got my guy, Encore. Um, and a mystery partner will be with uh, Mr. Simon Miller, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm fully convinced I'm winning this match for the simple fact that it's your time I'm not even that it's my time because I could give a damn if it wasn't my time I'm going to take the time I'm just not satisfied and I think about it all day like I'm not satisfied I'm not satisfied not having a title I'm not satisfied not being talked about not being on posters Got all these other play wrestlers pretending like they better than me. All this nonsense going on. You got the Scott Ricans perpetrating like they tag team champions, but they ain't nowhere to be found. One of them is in Carajo Land. The other one is in Carajo Land Part 2. It makes no sense. Jordy don't even team with them no more, but she somehow casted a contract for them. I don't know. It's a lot going on. But... With that being said, with all, all this BS going around, I'm still here and I'm still pushing, right? So we got PPW this Saturday. I'll be in the first ever Slatington Rumble. Uh, winner gets a championship match of their choosing. I'm going to win that because I'm greedy. And then I'm going to come back to Brooklyn. And then, Kuzo, like I said, you're a great representative. I got mad love for you, Bobby. But, like I said, I just, it's something eating at me, and I'm not satisfied until I feel like I get the respect that I deserve because people are just perpetrating. They just out here pretending to be wrestlers, and they're not. And I'm tired of the bullshit. And my man said, I'm coming to the Brooklyn to remind all y'all motherfuckers I'm fucking Rembrandt. You, you couldn't just have said it right at one time. I did say it right. It's a serious you're not, moment. It, you you're, it's not pronounced it. Rembrandt? It, 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 it's Brooklyn, though. Not the, the... It's the Brooklyn. I accept that. No, don't, don't add Thank to you. this, bro. We've been nah, trying to like, make him like... learn the way to say it. 
it's it's, it's, it's like Brooklyn. it's like the Rembrandt, the Brooklyn. See? Wait till Gigi get back. She she's gonna be pissed. Yeah, listen, man. Stop oh. trying to change the subject, Ray. I'm just trying to make sure everything. Are you perpetrating over there? What's Word, her name? You know what Kate. Man? What was her name that that you in love with, and she's in love with you? Uh, apparently, I'm a spy for her for some reason. Some Kate something. Yeah, yeah Kate Beckinsale. I'm spying. Word. I'm not a spy. Like I don't. We we don't know for sure. He would know for sure. He's known me for years. That's something a spy would know, say. I don't know nothing. <laughs> you know what wow. I'm saying? I'll be out here minding my business. Word. <laughs> This is why we got to put them through the table. Make sure that you're real. Facts. I don't see nothing. I don't say nothing. Shout out MTA. Facts. Wait, that's the... That's the uh, we're going to keep going here. Let's, let's... Yo, listen, man. Let's talk about this oh, then. Because unfortunately, you're, you're lonely right now. Like you said, we got Federated's kind of MIA. O'Shea, I think, is busy with Beaumaier. We got John Davis doing his thing with wrestling forever. So keep doing that, John Davis. But... How, how about this? I feel like there might be someone. Maybe you got to bring an old friend into Federated because he, he's been doing some, some security. So maybe, maybe the uh, the Beast Coast Bruiser needs to be added into Federated. Maybe you got to add the, the the old pal Chris Seaton into it. I don't like to mix business with friendships. Chris Seaton is a genuine friend, and so. Our relationship would transcend Federated. And I mean that with the most love to Federated. But Federated is a business. Seeing is love. So I know he got me and I got him. And that's why you're seeing him slowly but surely. You're seeing him pop up again in uh, Five Star Wrestling. You're seeing him pop up in Battle Club X here, here and there. So I got my boy. But with that being said, as far as the rest of Federated goes, like I said, I understand we all got to do our own thing. So with that being said, I'm just going to step up and fill this obvious huge gap that is left by, you know, the fact that every other member of Federated besides Christina Marie is gone. You know. Anywho, yeah, that'll that'll be unfortunately uh, my burden to carry, but Mr. Martinez picked me for a reason, um, and I'm cooking, bro. Like I mean that with respect to everybody else on the roster. You know, shout out your your Anthony Gambles of the world, uh, your Joseph A. Games of the world, but I'm cooking, and. Yeah. You know, it just it so happens I'm always getting fucked over. Excuse my French. Oh no, we we curse like a motherfucker in this one. It is what it is. I keep getting fucked over, and eventually, one or two things is gonna happen. Either I'm gonna get mines, or I'm gonna get mines. So, it. you ask yourself which road you wanna go. Facts, and you know maybe they didn't leave. Maybe they they stepped out the out the way, and they're like, "Oh, it's Rembrandt's Federated now." You know what I'm saying? You the leader. You you the man setting up the new rules now. You know what I'm saying? They they maybe they couldn't keep up with you, or they were like, "You know what? My man shining so bright. 
we gotta let him be a peacock and fly. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, maybe, maybe. But either way, like I said, it's supposed to be a team effort. So rest of Federated, you guys are more than welcome to come home whenever you guys want. Right. Uh but until then, like I said, I need to get mine. Um I just think about you know, it's been a year that I've been here. I've done some cool stuff. But uh, it's just it's not enough. It's not enough until I'm synonymous with the brand. Uh, that means I'm going to have to beat everybody. I'm going to have to beat Yaya one day. I'm going to have to finally beat Pena when I get a rematch. Because I forget. I don't forget. I'm petty as hell. I'm a Virgo. I don't forget anything. So with that being said, um, in due time, all those mountains will be climbed. Like, I have no doubt in my mind. This company will be mine. And then together, this company will be the biggest company anywhere. Because sometimes you just got to speak it into existence. And that has been my career. Everything that I thought I couldn't do, I did. So why the fuck not? Word. It's just that simple. Why the fuck not? Yeah, the Battle Club got a Pena, they got a Cuzzo, but now they need a Rembrandt champ. And, you know, like I said, all those guys are amazing, but they ain't me. It's as simple as that. There you go. GG, what are you Word. What happened? I'm just listening. I'm just trying to get it back into the conversation and everything. I just put my kids to sleep to uh, SummerSlam 95. Nice. By the way, good. I'm just like watching Isaac Yanko. And I was like, damn. The 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 amount of of dedication you have to put into a character and as looking at the, all the bad, ugly teeth and everything like that. I was like, damn. Kane was dedicated as shit, man. <laughs> it's just looking. I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah, I don't like the some, dentist. There's some gimmicks. There's some gimmicks I look at it. I'm like, man. Listen, there's Shout not out to me a being born moment. Now. There's not a moment where <laughs> I don't go to a dentist's office and I see the tools, and the first thing I think about is, I, yep, Doctor Isaac Yanka. <laughs> That's the first thing I think about. I'm like. Fuck, he's gonna come the back the door. Fuck up my teeth, man. That's it. Somebody give me the laughing gas. Get me drugged up right now. We are not doing this. <laughs> oh man. Right. Wait, see, Ray, Ray, Ray caught. Yep. Well, that's what happens. Ray wanted to start trouble with people and, and me. Every every time he's talking to somebody, he always trying to start start beef between me and them. He did it with with, with uh, Jorge Santi, you know. He did it with Lala. Now he's trying to do it with you, you know. See, Ray was a good fella. So much hate. Yeah, Ray. What's going on, man? We were supposed to be like this. Wow, that would be a good match, Santi versus Rembrandt. Oh, facts. I got to get my leg back because <laughs> mm-hmm. we wrestled before, actually. 
and I kicked out. But that damn referee talking about something, it was three. Um, so I gotta get my leg back for the record books. So that will happen again because, like I said, I'm a Virgo and I hold grudges. And where many like that, many like that. Who was who, who who the, the referee? Was it Sean Shane? Sean, Sean, what was, what's his name, Ray? The, the one that they sing at him. He's just the ref. Nick Shim. Was, Nick Shim. Nick, there you go, Shim. Was it him? He told me to go fuck myself once. And I'm a Pisces and I hold grudges too. Fuck that. We supposed to be bald brothers. He told me to go fuck myself just because I said he couldn't count. Well, I he mean, did that he shit smooth too. He did that shit smooth too. He gonna tell the referee to can't count. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my guy. Shout out to my guy. Oh, he, I love Nick. But it wasn't him. You leave Nick out of this. I think it was Steve. That's why. Oh. That's why Steve had to get slapped. Oh but anyway, damn. Yeah. He counts slow too. Poor Uncle Steve. Damn. Nah, oh. they all crooked. Yo, crooked him, mm-hmm. Joe. It's all a fix. The the the, the Scotta Ricans. <laughs> oh, yo, <laughs> yo, the bird man. Let me ask you: Do you have any dream matches or even like dream moments that you have yet to achieve yet? Dream matches? No, because I don't fantasize about other people. Um, okay. Honestly, this might sound a little sappy, but just being able to do what I do is a dream. So I understand that I'm really blessed to be able to live my dreams because not everybody can do that shit. Um, so that's kind of the approach I take. Um, but as far as dream moments, um, hmm. Honestly, I would say just I want to be able to look back one day and be like, damn, this was worth it. That's all. Um, I didn't really have a plan going into this. Um, I don't think I have a plan now more than I'm just like learning and enjoying and growing and seeing how far I can grow. Um, and I have no clue where this growth ends per se, but I wanna be able to look back and be like, damn, the sacrifices I made for this business was worth it. Because this business don't love everybody. You could love it a lot, but it might not love you for whatever reason. Um, but I just want it to be worth it, man. I want. If I can inspire people to do this, that's cool. If I could help people along the way, that's cool too. You know, like as much as people like to hate me, you know, I, I joke around that Rem is for the kids, but it's true because there are a lot of children who, for whatever reason, you know, they look up to me and, you know, they kind of like what I have to offer and stuff like that. And if I can help them feel like it's attainable as well, then 
that's cool too, you know, being able to pass it forward the same way, you know, Amazing Red made me feel like it was attainable because he was a kid from Bushwick, a random Puerto Rican kid from Bushwick who was like, let me do this shit. And now, you know, however many years later, I'm just some random Puerto Rican and black kid from East New York who believed he could do it. So if I could pass that forward uh, and leave the business in a better place than when we left it, because ah, it's growing, but I don't think it's in the best place either. Um, I feel like there's a lot of people who don't care about it, who are hurting it. But that's a story for another day. Point is, I just want to be able to look back and be like, damn, like I did good, I did good shit. Hopefully, I had left memories that people will talk about. Um, and I was able to take care of my family. Okay. I, I, I hear that shit. But it's sometimes the best pass the best Ray, stop interrupting me. Uh-huh. The best path <laughs> to take is the one that you don't know. Cause when you start making plans and you start making, you know, um uh you know, like expectations for yourself and, and it takes longer than others, that's when people tend to quit. If you just go into it head on and just say whatever's gonna happen happens. It might be a blessing in disguise, you know. It, you know, however long shit's gonna take is however long shit's gonna take. Yeah, honestly, and the the real thing about it is like, and I mean this in a not in a like arrogant way, but growing up, like I never really did anything I didn't want to do, um, and so I watched the wrestling business like just chew people out like almost the same day they got them. Um, you know, like shout out to the people who are actually doing it because it's still hard. Like it's not, um, how can I put this in a respectful way to my elders in wrestling? Um, it is not as rigid to find a school and stuff like that, but for whatever reason, people still don't get trained. Um, so uh, with that being said, I just want to help and leave this place and this sport and this profession in a better place. Um, even if that's in a minuscule way, I'm okay with that. Um, but, you know, hopefully I can leave it in a space where someone someday who watched the Rembrandt match was like, oh, yeah, I could do that. They can go and achieve more than I did. Just, you know, not while I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> as long as I'm an active competitor, you won't be better than me. I just want that to be known. And that goes to everybody. But, you know, one day I will retire. And on that day, then I will gladly be like, yo, look at that guy. Look at that guy. Look at that guy. Because, you know, wrestling is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. And listen, man. I know you're still young and you still you got like 40, 50 more years of wrestling inside you and shit like that. But I ha- I've heard stories before we got a chance to talk. We didn't get a, we don't get too many chances to speak and all that stuff. I've heard stories of how you influence, you know, people's training and all that other stuff. And, you know, some you are on the path for for changing the wrestling. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so I'm just letting you know that you there 
and you you doing it step by step. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh well, I don't know what stories you heard, but uh, who, whatever stories they are, I'm grateful to whoever may or may not have said. And even if what you're saying is true, and I thank you for that, uh, I can't let myself think it's true because then I'll get comfortable. And it's a weird, very uh, masochistic way of thinking because it's like you never give yourself your flowers. And that is something I think a lot of athletes struggle with. Um, yeah. But I need to be hungry because if I'm not hungry, then what am I doing this for? Uh, I, I, I hear you, but, 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 but sometimes, sometimes not allowing yourself to be appreciated it's harder to grow that way. You know what I'm saying? True. But that's why when I win matches, like when I win the title, y'all can cheer for me instead of booing me. And then when Joe gives me the hug, we can all revel in my success together. See how it all go. comes full circle? Yep. Yep. Um, but we'll force that ready moment, to cheer for you. Gotta love it. Until that moment, I've just got to go and out and do my thug thing. Nah, I hear you. I hear you. I like how Toe had to throw that in there. Why is he gonna force me to cheer? I'm already cheering for him. I cheered him. I mean, I, I I feel Everyone's like he's mentioning him. people booing booing him, and I, he's looking at you. I can see him through the camera looking at you, Ray. You was booing him. Nah, I'm just saying. All I'm saying is, when I debuted, the whole crowd was rocking. You know, my mom was being up to Kenya. Everybody was going nuts. It was all love. And then I make a decision for my best interest. And everybody start booing me. I just don't understand the correlation. It be your own peoples. So until everybody get the act right and start cheering me, I'm just going to do what I got to do because that's it. See, so he's talking to you too. You probably, you probably, titleless. Like, you want me to be titleless like the rest of y'all? No. I'm better than everybody. Well, yeah, I'm better than everybody. So I gotta, I gotta, you know, it's a hard burden to carry, but I gotta act appropriately. And, and let's be real. We really haven't seen you in matches. Like lately, we're watching uh, Battle Club X and you've been doing commentary. You haven't really been set for matches and it's not your fault. You know, it really isn't. I, I will say that when you are a superstar talent, a top-tier representative of the company. It's, sometimes it's hard to find talent for you to wrestle. Um, and so I've been lending my genius expertise to commentary because, honestly, I'm a 5 tool player. I'm a great wrestler, but I'm a great talker. I'm a great everything. Um, honestly, I just feel like right now, I can give a lot to Battle Club X on commentary. Um, and so I'm going to do that until I feel like there's somebody worthy of stepping into the ring with out of that roster right now. Um, the last person I stepped into the ring with was TLV. And that was, you know, granted, I do not like being DDT'd on my head the way I did that night. But... It was a competitive match, and he is a 
rising talent, I'll say, in Battle Club. Uh, he's somebody that when he figures himself out and, you know, stops dancing all the time and stops trying to shuck and jive for the people and yada, 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 you know, maybe he might win a couple matches here and there, get some momentum going and get it going. But why should I have to lower myself to wrestling every week to people who honestly don't want it? Because mm. if I'm going in there, I'm going in there to fight you and beat you and prove that I am everything I say I am. A lot of people don't want that. They just want to have a nice, fun little we're happy to be here segment. And honestly, that's cool and all, but that's not me. And so I will step into the ring when I feel like it, when I feel like somebody who wants to wrestle and wants to go through it with me because although you may be my opponent, I'm going to make you better whether you like it or not. Then I'll just be on commentary, making Joe Kim better, asking him why he's so, you know, corrupt and why he favors the Scott Ricans and why, you know, I'm getting screwed out of title matches and yada, yada, yada. Uh, I'll also, you know, be pointing out different stuff about different people because I share these locker rooms with these people and I might know things that Joe Kim doesn't know. Uh, but with that being said, it doesn't mean I'm not going to be a featured wrestler on Battle Club X, I'll say. It's just that timing is everything. Okay. Okay. And that's why you went ahead and decided, let me pick a fight with the big dog. The big poppy. Big Kazo. And then issue that challenge because you see that he going to give you that challenge and you just know that you're going to come home with that belt. I just, like, that's a huge man. So That's a big guy. I'm not gonna even front like I'm gonna walk right through him. Like, oh no, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a day of work. But at the end of the day, like I said, I'm smart, and there's only one of me. There's not another Rembrandt. Somebody might have it as a last name, whatever. So have you? But there's only one me. That's why I can walk around claiming the Rembrandt. And so, with that being said, Kuzo is gonna get the best me possible what that looks like he's gonna find out because i don't even know what that's gonna be like because honestly i'm not going front guys i'm getting a little desperate i got i got i got ops coming from everywhere i got ops i didn't even know i had so with that being said i'm getting a little desperate and you know what they say about desperate men so kazo I'm looking forward to our match and I'm looking forward to dethroning you. And, you know, you can always be the first Fallout champion, but I'll be the Fallout champion. And I feel like that's a happy medium for everyone. (laughs) I I don't want to be, I don't want to play devil's advocate here, but now I I have to ask the. You're going to. I have to. I have to. Yeah, well. 
We'll, we'll fight about it later. But I have to ask if, unfortunately, that night doesn't go according to plan here, where do we go from here? The night is going to go according to plan, Ray. Don't worry. That's right. So, so Rembrandt's going to be the the federated champion. Then he's going to go after the, the the battle club, the battle weight championship, and then the five point championship, and whatever I mean, the championship he wants. Listen, I'm just saying that a game never beat me. We only wrestled against each other once. Tag match. That's all fair. But I did pin him. So, when I want to come collect, I can. That's all. Um, but for right now, I'm just going to say one at a time. Because I'm not going to look past Puzzle. Because, like I said, it's going to be a day of work. Like, this dude is dumb strong. I felt it. I have not been manhandled the way I have been by Big Puzzle. That we shit is humbling. His, yeah. his double yeah. hand chops through the chest. We might not physically feel it, but we felt it in yeah. our soul. Yeah, that, that's real yeah. stuff. So I'm not going to front like, oh, yeah, it's a walk in the park. Nah, I'm going to have to bring everything. But that's fine because I got everything. My focus is on that title. What happens yeah. if I don't win it? There's no, that's not a scenario. It's. I win it, and that's it. And so, so he's saying, if he doesn't win that title, Ray, you're gonna have to wake up from that dream because reality is he gonna win that title. Mm-hmm. So, but I got one question. It's your strategy. How do you plan on not getting flung uh, by Big Cuzzle? Because he do he be doing that shit. The Great Sweatpants Battle Royal. I seen my man throw somebody 25 feet up in the air, and he landed about 50 feet away from his head. He looked like one of them discus that these the Olympians be throwing. They be spinning and just. Fucking flung his ass. <laughs> <laughs> <It's like. laughs> I, I can't give you my strategy, obviously, because he could be watching. He could be like trying to study his opponent. He, you can't throw yeah. the man on the odds, B. See, that's but what Toad's been doing this whole time. He was trying to man. get Rem to say his point. I respect his journalistic integrity. Great. But right? With that being said, I can say, as far as the whole not getting flung around thing. Run. Let's be real. <laughs> Run. Let's be real. At some point, I'm going to get flung. Like I feel like I've but that's the thing, is that I've made a career out of stuff like that. Like, I've wrestled against guys like TJ Marconi, uh, Dante Draconis, Big Daddy Cruz, uh, New York Wrecking Crew, bigger teams, you know, guys that are bigger than me. In PPW, I wrestled guys like Alec Odin, who are huge. And Cuzzo is up there. Like, that man is strong for no reason. But it's not my first time taking an ass whoop. And it won't be my first time winning. Like, I do this. I've done this. I made a career out of this. It's no accident I'm still here. And with that being said, 
sometimes you just gotta withstand the start. I hear you. I hear you. I've the good thing about not wrestling on Battle Club X is that I'm seeing what everyone else is doing, but no one sees what I'm working on. Everything, everything is a game of chess, and these guys are playing checkers. So, that being said, just I know I'm in for a long night, but so is he. Word. Because everyone would tell you, I give as good as I get. Thanks. And as someone who's taller than Big Cuzzo and has flung around some people back in my day, a little tip, when you start feeling the flungness, don't resist it. Because when you resist it, that gives him a perfect angle to throw you and you land on your back. But when you go with it and you anticipate it, you could flip out of it at the last second land on your feet. So you said you're saying this from personal experience? Because I've flung a lot of people and everybody resists it. And I go, yeah, I got you right where I want you. Whoop. And boom. Backs are broke. Legs are broke. Ears are so, broke. We got about another another month before this match happens. So if you could like maybe make a little like training video and you do it to Ray. Got you. Show me the science behind it. I'd be yeah. very grateful. All right, cool. Well, so so if you, I made a, a little tape to promote when Janai Kai came on the show, and I flung my coworker. He still ain't woke up from that coma yet, but oh you'll gosh. see you'll I see what happened when they resisted. Yeah, but then you know, I'll, I'll get I'll get Ray. You know, I fling Ray a few couple times. You know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. just don't give him a cinder block, cause then he'll fucking yeah. Bash I really, his own head I really hit my head on that fucking cinder block. That shit hurt. Yeah, Listen, Ray <laughs> respects the crap, so he'll be willing to you know do it. Right. Word, word. Yup, that's right. There goes yep. that cheap plug just for you, bro. There and you, you, didn't ha- you didn't even have to ask him. He did that as a favor. Yeah, there come you on go. Down. That's right. Thank him. Right. We love you, but thank him. Thank the man. That's right. Remember, you can't make eyes stronger. You can't make your throat stronger. When the, what the referee don't see, don't don't you know? It's it's legal. And listen, oh, man, take, yeah. take every, all your viewers take your minds off the gutters. I was like, huh? <laughs> like, where is this going? What? Listen, take your minds off the gutters. I'm talking about what? chopping a man in the throat. Right? Oh, I'm oh. poking a man in the eyes. Helping a man in the bridge of the nose. Kicking a man, you know, in the, in the nuts. You could have just been yeah. more like, you know what? Literal. I'll be honest. I'll be honest about it, right? People say <laughs> I be cheating because I be poking people in their eyes. But I'll be real, all right? People know I'm going to poke them in the eye, all right? Because I'm not going to sit here and take 6,000 chops. I can, <laughs> but that don't mean I want to. Word. So, damn right, I'm going to stop that shit. Uh, so, I will say to the people who say I cheat because I poke people in the eyes, if your favorite wrestler would do their homework and study some tape, then they would learn a counter to the devastating eye poke. But they have it. So kiss my black ass. <laughs> Ain't nobody told them have eyes. Shit. Oh, shit. Hey, Owen Brian, let me ask you, do you find it more like more fun for you to have matches with big guys like Big Cuzzo and everything like that? Because it's a it's a more of a bit of a challenge. 
where you're like, you know what? It's a little extra challenging. I'm up for it. Fuck it. Or is it just like not something that you honestly look forward to? <laughs> it's honestly both. And I don't okay. mean that in a cop-out way. No, I it's mean fine. That in a sense that like, I don't look forward to wrestling guys decide the cuzzle because it's going to hurt. And I don't like being hurt. I'm, I'm just going to be honest. It's not my favorite thing to do. Uh, so with that being said, um, I don't look forward to it in that sense. But okay. that competitive aspect of conquering these obstacles and being people bigger than me and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I, I do feel good about that stuff. So, yeah, in that sense, I like it. But going through it nah. is not my favorite thing in the world. Nah, he. I respect that. I, I got to keep it real because when I was wrestling Steve Pena, I will say that was a great match and I was proud of my effort. But going through it, I probably would have killed him if I had the chance. <laughs> you, you took those those shots personal, huh? He's still yeah, feeling it right you know now. What it was? It was just a. It was the Brooklyn and Bronx rivalry transcending. Yeah. Athletes. You know, it was like you had to represent, and unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, I was defeated that night. But it's okay because, you know, Brooklyn has actual teams and the Bronx doesn't. So it's okay. You know, sometimes you just are we forgetting about the Yankees? Yeah. No, yeah, the no, they're not the, they're in the, not the Bronx the Yankees. They are the New York Yankees. They are the Bronx Bombers. That is a nickname yeah, given by uh, people no, outside no. of the MLB. Hey, listen, it sounds like someone's a little mad because the Brooklyn Nets don't have a shot even when they had the stars. I'm just saying. No, don't start this I mean, shit, I'm bro. Not, I'm not mad. No, I was talking about Ray. Oh. Ray, you see where he's going with this. Damn, I, I know. You missed, Gigi, you missed it earlier. You tried to get Rem to agree with it. Yeah, so no. I'm trying to say the agenda here of those. Oh, this, we all, he's the Rembrandt in the Brooklyn. Okay. There's no such thing as the Brooklyn. We went there is now. This is just Brooklyn, bro. The Bronx. Yes, Brooklyn. There's no the in front of Brooklyn. We're not doing this again. We do this Listen. week in and week out, month over month. It's getting I didn't a little start this shit. I didn't start this shit. Yeah, you see? You see, this no. is a family show. This is every, we supposed to show nothing but love in here, and, and everybody well, want to start hate. You know what I'm saying? Love, nigga, nigga you want to put them through a table? That's yeah, <laughs> love. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's real love. Trying to get me hit with a chair earlier. Toaster wants to put me through a table. This is some bullshit. Shit. Like, what kind of? What watch your language, love? Ray. Children, oh, my watch. Apologies. That's my right. Apologies. It's a family yeah. episode. Thank you. Shit. Wow. Sorry, Ray. I'm I'm outnumbered right. here, and I'm not going down with you. I apologize. We love a smart one. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs>
That's I why I like this is gonna be the walk in the park episode. That's I why I like having these guests on because That's Gigi cool. don't 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 fucking yell at me as much as she used to. I know I I do I do I just I'm just now smoking so you know I haven't even taken a sip out of the JMO yet. Okay, it's just too hot. All right. I've, I've been I've been well behaved for over an hour and twenty five minutes without Jameson. But you started the show before this before I hit live. We already started the show with disrespect for me, and that scarred Sir, me. That was not for me. I know that was it wasn't from, from you, but it was from your camera. That and we got you a Virgo me, here, and I hope you grudges. gave me a camera <laughs> that you gave me first. You see so that? You see? You see <laughs> you're doing it you on yourself. Shit? I get cursed out on the camera. I'm supplying. <laughs> <laughs> Told you to do that. Ay, Dios mío. The show has gone, gone crazy. Oh, it always does. My man said Ray would like to have a double Big Mac. When the fuck they start making double Big Macs? And why is he the only one that gets to have one? Oh, Come on, Matthew. We all hungry out here, bro. Shit. I'm not that hungry. No, I got pizza. I'm done with it. I'm smoking. To get, a, get my and by when I say we all, I mean this guy in this box over here. I would take their double Big Macs. All right? You, you take all of them, toes. It's on you. Word. Like, shit. We, we good. Don't threaten me with a good time. That's all I'm fucking saying. Shit. shit. When they had that extra large Big Mac, I was like, I don't know how this is possible, but let me get one of them. Oh, <laughs> Wait, I have a legit question for you, Toe. Did oh. you buy the adult Happy Meal? No. I don't think they sold them shits around me. I ain't never seen one of them shits before. When it was a limited time, I, I figured if anybody was oh. going to do it, it would be your ass. Wouldn't that just be a regular meal? Yeah, I think so, and they just give you a toy. But I didn't know what toy they had. I wasn't getting no bullshit toy. I was thinking about getting them Guardians of the Galaxy toys, but, the, you know, them motherfuckers always sold out of shit. They don't have ice cream, and they don't have none of the toys. McDonald's by me. You know, it's a fucking conspiracy. And I'm starting to think it's Kate Beckinsale, and I wonder why, Ray. Tactic. This guy. I wonder Again, why. how is this on me? Word. What did I do? I don't know, man. That picture yeah, keeps moving. My God. You see that shit? Oh, hey, what's on your workout playlist? <laughs> I love how Gigi's like, let's cut the tension now. Let's, let's, My let's workout playlist? It changed. It changed by the day. I'm not going to front. Okay. We like, we, 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 we like some, 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 some Drake, some 21 Savage, some, some, some old school like Britney Spears, some NSYNC we throw in there, you know? Shout out yes. to my guy, Nikki Heat. Uh, NSYNC, baby. Yeah, yeah. We like Backstreet Boys, you know, sometimes, sometimes. Stuff like that. Uh, whatever gets the juices flowing. Whatever. I was listening to this shit before we started. Celebrity. Oh I was listening to this shit before we started. You, oh you think God. I'm fucking around? Yeah. yeah. But That's I how I like get in the zone. Music. No Shings Attack was the best album, though. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also listening to, like, you know, Spanish music. You know, you got your Aventuras, your Bad Bunny to the world. Uh, no, I have a big, huh? No, go ahead. I was gonna say I'm a big appreciator of music in general. I just think it's amazing, honestly. I don't know what it is about music, but it's just so fucking cool, dog. Uh, so I like everything, like literally everything. Sometimes I like stuff for the wrong reasons. Uh, but hey, I've been there. 
I like everything, honestly. So I don't know. Music is just cool. It's just it don't take much for me to like get lost in it. Uh, especially because I just hate the process of working out. Just like I hate getting beat up. Uh, but I like how it makes me feel. So there's that. Um, and so yeah, it's easy to get lost in with music. Um, right now, for whatever reason, I've been going back and listening to a lot of old Wiz Khalifa. Uh, like rolling papers along those lines and stuff like that. So that's the most recent music I've been listening to. Okay. okay. What about karaoke you? or no karaoke? Oh, karaoke or no? Mm. I don't know. If you listen to NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys, you got to have them golden pipes, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm, about to say, I'm, about, I'm about to say, I'm about to say, it's definitely karaoke, but sometimes I could be a little shy. I hear you. I hear you. Oh, absolutely. Let, 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 let's test it out. You are <laughs> my father. No, I can't do it with Ray. Oh, I can't do it with Ray. You know what? Yeah, get out of here, Ray. Get out of here, Ray. Hey, I push Ray for cosmic. I'll kick him out here for you. (laughs) (laughs) This is as close as he's going to be able to push Ray out of anything right now. (laughs) Hey, listen, show's not here, so somebody got to get this abuse. You know (laughs) what? Take advantage while 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 Gigi's not fucking with me. Fair. Fair, and I'm okay with that. Sorry, Ray. Love you, but better you than me. <laughs> Word. Oh. oh shit. Oh man, that's dope though. Like, so being where I'm still on the sub- subject of music, favorite wrestling theme. Like you can, you know, you don't even have to give like me like the number one. You can give me like your top three, five. Like, these are like the fucking wrestling things. You're like, yo, I'm gonna rock hard to this shit because this shit's hard. Damn. All right. Uh, <laughs> we asked the hard questions here. We do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> see, in his head, he's like, see, this is why there's I don't so do podcasts. There's, there's so many. There's just so many. It's yeah. hard. And, and, you know, I, I, I'm a little bit of a player hater. I don't like giving. Props to everybody. But uh Cody's theme song is like, I guess, I don't know. I don't know how you don't like it if you're not if you're a wrestler. Uh so there's that. Uh I'll throw in the private party theme song just because they my friends, so I'm a little biased. Um who else we got? Who else we got? Uh when the glass breaks, I just feel like there's no way you don't get hype when the glass breaks. Mm-hmm. Um Roman got a good one. It's obnoxious as hell. I like it. It's the beginning (laughs) part that really fucking... Yeah, it's mad obnoxious. And I I, kind of like obnoxious. Um, (laughs) Who else? Who else? Oh, and Edge. I don't think Edge ever had a bad theme song. So, there's that. Okay, wait. We've had various of Edge's songs. You can pick one Edge song from what he had. Oh, I mean, you, I mean, go you know, Lincoln. never gonna stop me, never gonna stop. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. It's definitely metal I did oh, like shit. never gonna stop. Uh, 
that that used to that used to get me hyped when I was like a little kid and used to hear like yeah damn those are that that's when like it was on UPN or whatever. I don't even think UPN exists no more. That's wild. That's when I just went Shout the errors of like UPN and my nine and then it's like, yeah, we gone. Because no. SmackDown was, Damn, SmackDown man, I remember was when UPN was a new channel. <laughs> That's why we had Jagged Edge on there. Yeah. Three Six Mafia on there. Yes, we did. SmackDown was for the people. Absolutely. Uh, that was dope. I still love that Mark Henry song from Three Six Mafia. That shit's great. Facts. That's an honorable mention, too. Mm hmm. Like, but, not know, nothing, I, I like never... one of the Batista song always gets me like OD hype. Yeah. That intro just ah oh, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, we're gonna leave this on, y'all. But... It's on the speaker. Yeah, we know we're gonna leave this on for at least 15 seconds. Okay, now we're good. Let's the, move forward. The Mark Henry <laughs> song, I always got the words wrong. Cause I always thought he was like somebody's gonna get the ass kicked and then somebody's gonna get the ass licked. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? I was like, wait a minute. He was sexual chocolate, so I kind of like, I, all right, I'll accept this. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? I was just about to say this is a family show, but then you <laughs> said that, so I can't even argue that one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, and me saying BS earlier was bad, but then Toga gonna say that. Like, hey, listen, somebody's gonna yeah. get their wig split, bro. Like, yeah, that was the Google. third shit. Hey, Google is your friend. Yeah, apparently not for Toe. Toe was just find, out. Find, out. find out anything on there. Okay. I'm not a big reader. I wait until the movie comes out. He doesn't read that much. <laughs> when the movie about his song comes out, then I watch it and then I'll let y'all know if I was right or not. You know? I respect I respect your honesty. You know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a journalist. You know, I'm an investigative journalist, so you know. That's right. And you have journalistic integrity. That's right. Unlike like someone. Some people. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna look Looking at him. <laughs> yo, this is this is not supposed to be this way. I was like, yo, this is gonna be the easiest episode. One of my boys. That's that's it. I'm calling Quinn after this. Easy this is some with me. This is some bullshit. No, you right. won't. You'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see you. <laughs> we'll see right. you. Oh, no, I'll be there, okay. We'll send you flowers via gifts. Now you know how it feels. Can you believe, Rembrandt, that when when Cosmic was yelling at me because I was desperately looking for her, and I'm like, yo, can someone co-sign this? Ray was like, I can't help you out, brother. And he just let me sit there, and he didn't have my back or nothing when I was telling her the truth. Sir. I was Sarah. having a convo with Lay and Krills. Oh, like, you see, all of a home? sudden, all of a sudden, he's he was having he was standing right, he was close enough for me to push him, but he was having a convo with Ray and, and Lay and 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 Pay and, and uh-huh. Bombay in the back. Uh-huh. Uh no, no, he was just you know talking there because the Bulgar hit his system. I was just no, talking to making like we were oh my god girl your hair looked good too. Hey so what's going on? Yeah cool oh yeah no Tosha's been over there for about 20 to 30 minutes talking to Janaya Kai. Didn't even notice that you just came out. Word he did it. Let's fix that. All right cool let's, let's, I got you girl I got you. That's why everything's on videotape and that's why you look shook that's why your ass looks shook right now. Cause that's the same look you gave her. She looked at Listen, you. 
I was like, yo, I, you know where Cosmic is? She goes, no, I don't know where Cosmic is. And then she was telling me that she going to Japan. And she's like, I want to come back on the show. And I said, you know what? Gigi usually take care of that. But I I don't know where Gigi's at. And I was like, real quick before, you know, and I, I got a shake. And I said, oh, I feel it. Uh, and I was like, uh, you know, before before I get in trouble, would you, we could set something up on the show. I, I, all right, we'll hit you up. And I want one of these shirts. And I turn around. I'm getting yelled at. And I was like, there you go. I was looking for you all day. Lies. And then and then Ray Ray was with me, and he saw me. He was like, "Yo, Toe, I can't find him." Why are you switching the story? The story twist up because nah, Ray saw me with Cosmic, and Listen, he saw bro. he was like, "Oh shit, something going down." Because Gigi got her phone out, and yeah. Cosmic's walking yeah. with a purpose. Listen, and as a man, with you see this purpose. though. But but you see this though. They don't mention it. as a man, even though I did nothing wrong, I still apologized. See, and this is where I get my J. Any misconception that she may have had. As a man, I did that shit. And I get no credit, and they still want to start problems with me. Because now you're trying to make it up a story. Who's making up a story? This is what happened. Bro, we've heard this story four different variations. Ask Gino. Gino knows. Gino knows. That's why he left. Gino did the smart thing and walked away. But did you hear what he said? Did you hear what he said before he left? He goes, there she go, and walked away. So I found her and he walked away. I decided now I saw a camera. I was like, I'm gonna be a typical body. I'm gonna walk Shit. toward the problem and see. Let me watch in chat over here. This is why we do this every fucking week. Oh, shit. You know what? I give props to myself for lasting this fucking long. Yeah, usually, with your shit. Usually she goes for the liquor real quick. Yeah, nah. <laughs> they can't handle the truth out here, Rembrandt. That's what it is. No. No. Listen, there's full footage of you. And that's it. Well, you don't, full yo, footage. That footage was doctored. And right? you know the internet don't lie. Yeah, and I used to be a doctor, so I know when some shit's doctored. No, 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 baby. There, when, my no came, when my footage came out, there's she no was nothing. smiling. She was smiling. She gave me a hug. Everything was tranquilo. Everything was good. <laughs> but your footage, all of a sudden. So from your perspective, colors. you think everything you was they, fucking they, tranquilo? They put a freeze frame Wait, from on your me. perspective, you thought everything was fucking tranquilo? Wow, your perspective was clouded, bro. Yo, you I missed handled, that. I handled that shit. Completely. I handled that shit like I am a, so like sorry for my friend. I'm so was, sorry. This is why we have to give him rules. We apologize. He was doing so well. I handled that he shit like a man. Like, you know, I said I was sorry. I cried on the inside and I pushed Ray. Like a man Wait, do. If everything was tranquilo, why not push? Like to this show, is, uh, this to, 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 to establish dominance. I'm All right. I mean, can't argue with that logic. I guess. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. Sometimes you just need to establish a little dominance. You know what I'm saying? Let people know what's up. We're king of the jungle over here. <laughs> My foot was Great down. <laughs> Your head was Better. down. Mm. Down. Shit, Yo. I ain't stupid. Wow. You wonder why it's hard to book people sometimes. Let me stop. Cosmic <laughs> oh, is the only one to tell me to shut up for a reason. <laughs> but Yo. anyway, this ain't about Cosmic. This is about Rembrandt over here. And I, you know, I take, I take, uh, the, Whatever fucking word is supposed to be injected in that sentence, I take it because our guest over here is being neglected. I take exception to that shit, if that's the word. 
Someone yeah. who yeah. thinks they're smarter than me, put the fucking word I'm looking for in the chat, and I'll use it. What is your favorite type of wrestling match? <laughs> trying to get back on track. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> oh my god, what is your best like stipulation match? Something that works in your favor. Or not. A normal match. A normal match. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about once you want? You can watch a stipulation match and everything like that. Like something as a fan that you will watch. Oh, as a fan, I love everything because it's not happening to me. Um, <laughs> but if you're asking me, like, in the ring, what kind of stipulation match would I want? A normal match because it's the safest match. Um, as a fan, Reese, I have a, a certain appreciation for ladder matches. Um, I just feel like it's a miracle that shit hasn't gone a lot worse. And it's a testament to those athletes in those matches that things didn't go a lot worse because, bro, when you really think about it, it's like, bro, what the fuck? Um, and also, I had like I had my first ladder match recently, and I can confidently say that during the match, at one point, I did ask myself, bro, what the fuck? What are we doing here? Um, so with that being said, I just have a certain appreciation for them right now. Uh. But my favorite match would be a normal match. So that way, you know, I don't have to get hit with shit. Because. Oh, yeah. That's not fun. I hate getting hit with chairs, all that. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts so much. I hate when people be like, but you know how to get hit with a chair, right? No. Just do. <laughs> not fun. Oh, man. Well, there you go. We, we get the serious out of, of Rembrandt here. I, no, I always no. loved how people assumed that there was a right way and a wrong way to get hit by a chair. It's like, it's like oh, there's a right way to get hit by a car, right? Yeah. <laughs> Any way you survive is the right way. It's like when people be like, oh, well, you know how to fall. You know, it's like, yeah, but you see what's underneath that mat? Like, yeah. it's only so well you know how to fall. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, yeah, I I like uh, my standard one-on-one classic wrestling match. If it involves <laughs> me, um, I have had like ladder matches, table matches, no DQ matches. They were never, never fun, you know. And it's always against bigger people too. Like I've taken some just sick chair shots from some huge men, and it's like, bruh. That's all that could come out of my mouth sometimes. But, yeah, nah, I just feel like the smartest path is a nose match. You know? And then, gotta watch out for crooked referees like Steve. Uh, mm. But, you know, if you can make it past that, make it out without getting hurt, I'd say it's a good thing at the office. Personally speaking. Now, there's some people who are into that kind of stuff and they love going through tables and having thumbtacks and stuff like that and shout out to them i respect it but no no there's a tech board for the thumb for the thumbtacks we don't need we don't need a backboard for the thumbtacks <laughs> 
no, not at all. And it's like, I get it. You know, sometimes somebody pisses you off. You got to do what you got to do. I hate you. <laughs> but I ain't knowing it willingly. I'll say that. Anywho. Yeah. Nah. But- I just, I don't know. It's a weird dynamic. Like, I don't like to be hurt. I love wrestling. I just don't like to be hurt. But at the same time, if I feel like you're hurting me, then it amps me up more to protect myself. So I hear that. I don't know. It's masochistic in some ways. Definitely masochistic. And like with such a, a, a crazy trend that's kind of like just making its surface just a little bit more known, like with GCW. With those death matches and and what they're putting their bodies through and everything, like the blood matches and everything like that. That's a bit much even watching in a video. And to just imagine of like just putting ourselves in your shoes or in that wrestler's shoes, just going through that and how insane that type of style it is. Just adding a little bit fierce. It's a lot. And I appreciate those who who want to put their bodies through that. It's yeah. honestly it's a different honestly, art. Same. Um, yeah. Like I respect obviously every art form of wrestling. I don't think there's one way that this stuff works. I just think there are certain ways that work for the better, certain things that hurt it. Um, Deathmatch wrestling, I don't think is one of those things. I respect the art of it. I respect the toughness it takes to go do that. Um, I can't say you you won't ever see me in one because we all know this wrestling this wrestling business will take you to places you don't want to be at. Um, so I won't say I'll never be in one. I can say I'm not actively looking to be in one. Um, yeah. But I do have the utmost respect for deathmatch wrestlers, for wrestlers, period, but for wrestlers who practice the style of deathmatch wrestling um, because that is, like, you got to have a certain this toughness about you, like, there's no way you're not going through it in a match like that. So to be able to willingly put yourself through that and put yourself in a mindset to go through that and the feats of competition sometimes that go through it, where like you see a guy get hit with a light tube and then like hit me harder. And it's like Rembrandt will be like, fuck no. But I respect as as a observer, I I respect. Um, I will say that. So yeah, not gonna be me anytime soon because I like my corpse. Um, yeah, but I respect it though. Word. So now we gonna know if it's really conspiracy because you notice how every time you said that you had a match, it was always against somebody bigger than you, and now if if Joe puts you in a death match. Then we know it's, it's it's even more of a conspiracy. If Joe put me in a death match, you're gonna have to wrestle me himself. Oh, ooh. and I don't, I don't like his chances. Cause again, I would have to be desperate so that way I don't get hurt. Because it's like, man, 
Nah, I couldn't. But anywho, uh, yeah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm but like, I, the respect I is there, but I, I'm good. Like, like it, yeah, it, it, it takes a certain kind of person to be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'll sit there and let you staple my fucking forehead, you know, or, or you know, I, I, yeah, those thumbtacks look alright. <laughs> I, 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 I can honestly say, walk around when those are playing in the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can honestly say, whenever I got hit by a weapon, I did not see it coming. So. Can't imagine I'd be too happy about it if I saw it. I don't think I would let it happen. No, nah, yeah. Me personally. Nah, I hear but, you. You got to be one of the motherfuckers that like when New Jack music hit. <laughs> Shit. Listen, I I love when New Jack music hit because I wasn't in the ring. So that wasn't my problem. But I, listen, you know, God rest his soul, but if New Jack music ever hit and I was in the ring, Bro, I'm walking out. Like, <laughs> I'm not fighting New Jack. Yeah, I, I, I got no problem with New Jack. No, nah, I hear you. Just get a kid that say he worked for the MTA and throw his ass in the ring. Like, remember him? Oh, and then Boogie. Oh. <laughs> 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 I don't. I didn't see nothing. So I ain't saying. Hey, listen, listen. Hold on, wait. I got. I, I got you right now. Uh, there you go. We got a disclaimer for when I say shit. <laughs> This Word. is just my thoughts. There ain't nobody else co-signing this. Facts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's from his representatives. Yep. Uh, the lawyers will yep. say that I have nothing to do with this. Yep. That's right. Well, we'll get back into a better subject here. So Rem That's right. And for everybody on Spotify that's wondering who said that, my name is Ray, and I'm from Respect the, the Podcast, Respect the Craft. Wow. No, no, say, say the wrong name. Wow, no, just go ahead. Just, yeah. just that way. Uh, you had it right. You sure. Yep, yep, Word. Yep. yep. What, what what's your sign out? Be happy, be humble, be freaky, and be tacky, ladies and gentlemen. Sure, yeah, yeah, that's not that's yep, wow. yep exactly. Yeah. Nice. So, Where did we? Yeah, I study. I study everybody. Where did we make a left all of a sudden? I don't know. Right at Carajo Land. Yeah, we, we no, it, it was like right there, but then we went the other way. Like hey, listen, we're bro. almost there. We're almost there. We're, we're making it, but all right, let me, let's get back into it. For, so now let's, let's go this way, Rem. I want to ask you with the matches you've had of everything there, what was that match for you that made you decide, you know what? I made the right choice. I want to keep going here. What was it that was like, it clicked. Like this was the, this is it. Like we're, we're going with this. Mm. There's. I don't want to say there isn't one match anymore. Um, there's actually multiple matches, and each one of them has, I guess, a significant meaning to why they're that match in that moment of time. Because it's like a match for every incarnation of myself. So uh, back when I was tag teaming with Herbal Affairs and Jimmy Blaze uh, and Tosi Tom, um, this was a match we taped for Underground Glory. I don't know if it ever saw the lighter day, but it was a match against the main event. And for whatever reason, it just clicked that day. And that was the first time Red had really saw it. And it was just... 
nice to be recognized. There's a match I had against the Ultraviolet. Now, although that was a uh, intergender match, um, I didn't know if I was capable of being that vicious, and that helped. Then you have a match at EPW, Excellence Pro Wrestling, against uh, the current people, one half of the current tag team champions at PPW, Havoc. And that match really clicked that, like, oh, I can do this away from home. And, like, I can be in a card with my contemporaries, uh, your Smileys, your Quins, your Gangones of the world. And I can steal the show and have the best match of the night. Um, and then from there, it just kind of transitioned into matches against my match against Isaac Rule, the tables match against him for the No Limits Championship. Uh, that was my first championship victory. Um, that was the first time we, as a company, were streaming our shows. Um, and I was the first match on the card. So, like, everything started with this match. And we were going to set the tone for the future of the company. And while it may not have been presented like that or st even stated like that, I went into it with that mindset. And I feel like, you know, I knocked it out the park. My match with Pena is special for so many reasons. Um, coming to a no home, trying to, like, make a footing in a completely new place, you know? Um, and just the appreciation from a crowd that did not know me. Like, they did not know me from a hole in the wall. Uh, and to create magic. Like, I don't want to, I don't care about match ratings or blah, 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 having a good match. I just want to win. But I will say the feelings that I had and the feelings in that building it's not something that's easily duplicated. You don't feel that every time you go out there. And that was a special place in my heart, even though I may not have won. And then most recently, I fought um, the Mecca for the PPW Championship on their 100th show. Um, and that was special. I can't, I don't want to get into why, because I don't want to, I don't like exposing the secrets of the business, I'll say. Um, it's just a respect thing, so I can't go too far into detail, but what can I, I can say is that was a match where I realized I can literally just go out there and exist as an entity, as a wrestler, and just go do it, and I can make something happen. I can make magic happen, and... Also, like, when I got to PPW, those people booed me out the building. Like, they didn't want nothing to do with me when I debuted. So to see them turn around and be cheering me on and want me to win the world title. Um, like I said, I'm, I hold grudges. I don't forget, clearly. But it was a nice little turnaround. And sometimes, like, those moments, like, I need those moments to remind myself, like, hey, You are making progress and you are getting closer to what you want to 
achieve in these respective companies. And those matches were kind of like, kind of like those, kind of like a checkpoint I've used if you're a video game player. It was like one of those checkpoint moments where it was like, okay, this match is one of those matches that I may not remember every match in my career, but this was a foundation match for me. And yeah, those matches are like the foundation matches for Rembrandt as I exist right now. Um, I feel like those are the matches that really dictated who I am as a wrestler and where I'm going with my career as a character, as a performer, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, I would say that, honestly. Those are really, yeah, stood out to me. Gotcha. Shit. My man, my man gets deep, and I appreciate your answers, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I can't sugarcoat shit. Uh, I'm not going to get over here, just blow a bunch of smoke in the air. Uh, though, like, those, every match is special, but those matches, like, really, really molded me for one reason or another. And, I'm sure there will be more, but right now I'm looking, I'm looking, to show everybody like, oh, He really is everything he says he is. Like, that's what I want right now. I want people to talk about me. I want people to talk about my matches, what I did, my title ring, how I'm the best this, that, and the third. Um, not because I need them to, but just because it's the right thing to do, because I know I'm yeah. that good. And... Some people call it cocky or arrogant. I just call it being reverent. Um, <laughs> and so with that being said, you know, I'm sure there will be many more matches that will come to define me. Um, but I want to be more than just a guy that was a great wrestler or had a couple great matches. Like I said, I... I I'm a five-tool player. Like, I want to be the company. Like, when you think of Fallout, I want you to think of me. Like, you may think of Steve Pena, and that's earned. Think of Jay Santi, Mike Law, Masha, Slamovich. That's great. And they should be thought about because they're foundational pieces. But I want this all to be about me now. I want people to look at this era of wrestling and be like, damn. These guys are great, but none of them could touch Rembrandt. That's what I'm trying to achieve. I hear that. And look, it scared Ray away. Word. <laughs> yep. Oh, and he came back. <laughs> yeah, not to get too deep on you guys, but I just... There's certain things that uh, money can't buy. 
like you can't physically attain, but you'll know you got it when you get it. Yeah. And right now, I just know I don't have it, but I want it. And you're going to get it. I'm going to get it by hook or by crook. That's it. it. Word. These people ain't going to have the choice but to give you that shit. One person at a time. One person (laughs) at a time. That's it. No matter what Ray says. Facts. Sorry, I love babe. this. I love this narrative today. Of like, yeah, I'm hey. just saying, my man got deep. You turn off the camera, and now let's let's see what uh, Kate Becker said. Gonna say now, let's see. Right. Oh, see. Uh, oh, <laughs> Word. But you said that you was you you went and uh, you started training wrestling. What by accident or, or out of happenstance? What was your original plan for your future before you started wrestling? If you even remember that. I'll be honest, I didn't have a plan. Um, I'm honestly shocked I'm still alive. Uh, I'm not going to incriminate myself, but I was very dumb as a teenager. Very, very dumb. I joined the military because, honestly, I didn't expect to graduate high school. It's like, oh, well, I got to make up. I got to do something. So... You know, we did that, and then I got medically discharged, and I think that's when life really, like, was, like, trying to get me to, like, really, like, sit down and pick something. Yeah. So, I don't know, like, you go through school, and, like, they don't, they be like, you know, think about what you want to do, but really, they want you to go to, go to college, or, you know, pick a, quote-unquote, normal career, uh, or normal sport, you know, quote unquote. Um, but man, I just, I kept thinking about the times I would play fight with my uncle, my living room, and just how happy I was and stuff like that. And I was like, man, shit, if I can just try something I like, just try it, you know. Maybe it'll like help me figure out something I might actually not mind doing in a weird way. I didn't actually think it was gonna happen. Um, but yeah, I just showed up one day and literally uh Amazing Red was like, Hey, he was teaching uh crossbodies. He was like, You wanna try one? I'm like, yeah. Mind you, scared of heights. Still did it. And I jumped off. He caught me. And I felt happy again, like I did when I was younger. And I was like, oh, well, this is a good feeling. So I came back the next day. And the next day, and I kind of just kept coming back. It was, I never had a grand plan to keep wrestling and, you know, accomplish 6,000 things. I just felt good. So I came back the next day. And when I didn't feel good... It bothered me, and so I wanted to fix that feeling. So I would come back again the next day, and the next day turned into the next month and the next year. Um, so yeah, I I'm not saying don't have a plan. If there's anybody younger listening, please think of a plan. Don't be like me. But I don't think I've ever really had like a plan for life mapped out and was like I want to do this, that, and the third. I've had 
ideas that I thought would be cool. But that's about it. I've never had some grand plan because, you know, for me, like, again, I was just some kid from, uh, from Brooklyn who, you know, is in a wrestling ring for whatever reason. Like, I never thought I would be in a wrestling ring. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I never thought I would even leave the state of New York. You know, like, I've been blessed enough to go overseas or stuff like that. Like, that stuff, people around your neighborhood don't get to experience. So, like, I just kind of learned really early in life that life happens and life is going to do things. It's going to take people away. Uh, it's going to not make sense a lot but there are good moments in the confusion and so i tend to look for those moments and stick to those moments and kind of build off of those and luckily you know i've turned it into a career that i'd like to say i'm pretty good at uh but yeah no no real ever like long-term goal. Like I, I don't want to minimize myself by saying I'm just a kid from Brooklyn, but like in my roots, like yeah, I'm just a mixed kid from Brooklyn who, you know, like I've had my struggles with mental health and yada, yada, yada. And I got the appropriate help. And now I'm just, I'm not happy to be here per se. Like, I'm not just like, oh, but I'm enjoying the fact that I get the chance to enjoy any of the shit that I'm yeah. doing. Yeah. And the doing. people that I get to meet, that I get, um, you know, sharing this experience with you guys, uh, being able to wrestle, and the fucking cast of colorful characters I've met along the way because wow, there are some interesting people in the world. And I don't mean that just because they're wrestlers or wrestling fans. There's just people in the world who are interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, people who are interesting. Yeah. We know. Yeah. <laughs> so we all know. Said, and it is, like, it's a beautiful thing and also a concerning thing at the same time when certain situations just you got to take the good with the bad with the nice and with the weird. This is true. That's how I see it. I listen. I I think one of my experience told his job is slammed too. That I've I was never uncomfortable and I wasn't even in a, a part of that situation. So somebody came, I'm not used to people coming up to me or anything. Like I really am not. I am just like I could, as an extrovert as I am in my element, which is basically just enjoying wrestling as a fan, and that's the, I'm in my, in my element. Other than that, I'm just like, it's just us, Jabber Slam, and then some random person. He was like, hey, I know you. And I'm like, Okay, yeah, I'm one of the sponsors here. Hi. And he's, no, 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 I know you from somewhere. And he had mentioned something of, of like a collaboration that I did uh, with one of my friends on public access television. I was like, oh, 
yeah, they're my friends. Do you still talk? And I'm like, bro, um, from time to time. Oh, oh, is is this your is this your is this your Instagram? Is this your Twitter? Is this your Facebook? Is this your TikTok? Do you have a TikTok? You have a TikTok? And I'm like, I don't have a TikTok. Me, I was trying to meet up with Mia Yim. Yeah. And I felt like I had to cut my time so short because he was right there. And then not only was towards me, but it was towards her. And I'm like, escape, escape. And I tried to get up in there and be like, hey, what's going on? And my man was still on some, but do you have TikTok? And I'm like, damn, I need motherfuckers swimming ducks. And I was like, how the fuck do we get this guy out of here? Like, he doesn't know he's a creep. Uh, yeah. There's just again interesting people mm-hmm. at and these like, events. You know, sometimes and they mean well. Yeah, like sometimes they do. It they mean well. Uh, it's just us that they come off or a little strange. Yeah, like everyone has their reasons, right? But there are some people that are just like, "All right, bro, all right, all right, that's your choice." And I yeah. Yeah. That's I. That's why I learned. I learned when I approach people, I have to come with the. I'm not here to hurt you or anything like that. I'm just saying hi and good match. Is that okay? All right. I'm taking two steps back now. Please. Well, I've told. I've been told. I'm like. I look perpetually pissed off, so that makes me pretty unapproachable. So. I don't know, but yeah, I, people I think, think I, I have I an anger issue. Friendly. Yeah, people think I, I have anger issues and shit. Yeah, I I would say you are. You know, you know. yeah. But hey, people choose Anywho. to see what they want to. Exactly. exactly. Absolutely. So, Gigi, before I go, uh, have the private perk. Party merchandise. Another shot is calling. So are you gonna take another shot in my honor before I head out of here tonight? Oh, yes. absolutely. I, I, I sip on this on the regular. It's great, sir. Absolutely. And uh, before you go, and I'm gonna take this sip before you go. Um, we're gonna give you the big screen. Go ahead, promote yourself. Plug whatever you want to plug. Do what you must do. And cheers to you. Right. Don't be shy. Right. I appreciate you, my love. All right. This is Main Event Rembrandt, Federated Zone, Battle Club Zone. Uh, you can catch me this Saturday night, PPW in Slatington, Pennsylvania. I will be in the Slatington Rumble, winning an opportunity at any title of my choice. And then after that, you will see me at Jobber Slam 3. I will be facing Big Cuzzo for the Fallout Championship. And I will be beating Big Cuzzo for the Fallout Championship because... I am Internet Rembrandt. I am one of your favorite people ever. I am one of their favorite people ever. And honestly, the world's just going to be a better place once I make things right and I'm a champion again and I can find a moment of peace in my life. And that will be greatly, greatly exacerbated if you people will stop booing me, start cheering me, 
and then we can all be happy together. And when, you know, we can all get the Joe Kim hug. Ray can stop being the ops, stop spying on people, you know, and we'll all be happy. So until then, like I said, replace Ray with Ray. It's been an honor being here, guys. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Everything. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Besos y abrazos a todos. Even in his, in his put over moment, he's still like, damn. <laughs> like I was, I was I waiting for over, the brother. end. I plugged your show and everything. Yeah, you did, right. you did. And again, I was gonna give you the nice flowers at the end. Like I've told them, and we, again, it's no secret. I've said it a few times. This is one of the guys, and I'll say it here. I'll give him his flowers even more. That initially was helping me with my training. I'll give it. There's a few guys, our, our group, that again, without them, I wouldn't be in the business. So I thank this guy a lot. But damn, he's gotta say, I'm the ops now. No, I mean, I said you're being the ops to other people. Yes, I, I, I was gonna oh. say, like, yes, you know, you gotta be careful with that stuff, it's dangerous. Word, tis, tis. that's all. Uh, but I'll see but you nevertheless, guys at that's, that's Green, yes, where you guys will be cheering for me, yes, the facts. Yes. We can't promise about Kenny, though. I don't, I don't know about know. the kids, the, kid, the kids gonna it. cheer for Big Cuzzle, but that's because yeah. you got a connection with, the, with Big Cuzzle, that's, that's the kid. I'll be, I'll be here for you. It's because Big Cuzzle dances. The kids, the kids like to dance. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the kids. It's for the kids. She's willing to give That's out fine. candy, though, to anybody and everybody just to give you a heads That's up. Right. Candy girl. That's fine. That's fine. We all got to shuck and jive sometimes. Mm-hmm. Pero, with that being said, I look forward to seeing you guys. Yes, Absolutely. and we look forward to seeing you again, brother. Appreciate hey, you stopping bro. by, taking your so time much. out being here. Take care, guys. You <laughs> There's a lead button somewhere on the screen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Rembrandt. That's right. That's right. That That's was right. very cool. He got deep with us. He opened yes. up, and I love it. He yes. told no lies. We are here for any indie wrestler who wants their platform to go ahead and say what they got to say. The Knucklehead Network, Wrestling with the Knuckleheads, is the fucking place to be to go ahead and do it live every Thursday night starting at 9 p.m. or 9.01 apparently because that's what happened today. And <laughs> we, we start eventually. It's like, just know we're going to We did. It. We started. And now we're here. And we still have, ladies and gentlemen, at least a good solid 45 minutes to talk about wrestling. Um, Yo, can we just be like, can we just have our Titanic three disc, all right, trilogy of the bloodline story, please? Because that's where, because that on Friday, I'm just going to have to start with that because that was cinematic, cinematic for me. And I cinematics. What the fuck is that? Anyway, it was fucking amazing. And the fact that they gave them 40 plus fucking minutes to do this with commercial breaks, you fuckers, um, is outstanding. That's uh, that this whole just storyline has been it, it, it's hard to say there's a storyline that can even get close to this. Like, legit, it's gotten better and better. There's not been a stale moment with this storyline, which is insane. 
And I would just like to point out, I guess we don't have short fucking memory and attention spans. Cocksuckers. <laughs> Yo, IWC is coming for you, Tom. I'm just saying. The IWC is I'm coming just saying, for you. Me, me and Lay need to get that out there. I guess we don't have short attention spans, you bitch. I remember Yo. that shit. We announced matches two weeks before the event because your people apparently like it more when we tell you straight out and there's stuff for long-term storytelling because you don't pay attention. Yeah, all right, motherfucker. No. <sighs> when the shit don't make sense, that's when we don't pay attention. <laughs> shit. Yeah, but that's the thing. None of this has had that moment of like, where is this going? It's just like we're in it for the ride. Yep. Like Friday continued that. It's like, man. I'm going to hate when it ends because it's like, now what? (laughs) Like, this has just been the best they've done in a while. And it's great. Like, and they're doing it with Roman Reigns, where Mm -hmm. four years ago was getting booed out of the fucking stadium. Well, not maybe four. Let's give it at least six because he's been running this shit for about three solid years. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would say about five or six years. at best, where we were just like, mm, no, thank right you. before he left with his leukemia, y'all yeah. were doing the shit out this man. That's so true. Except for Lay, they, they agree yep. with you too. Work. That's right, honk if you agree. <laughs> there you say oh. again, one more time. There you go, babe. <laughs> <laughs> we got fans everywhere. <laughs> that was too uh, fucking perfect. <laughs> No, you don't understand how many times I had to mute this fucking mic so Roberta can talk, and I'm like, nope, we're nope, nope, no, we're beep, 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 beep. Oh, my man was like, damn, Gigi, I was like, nope. So I was like, damn, I saw, I feel like I want to say something. I can't think of anything at the same time because I keep fucking getting distracted by the fucking noise that's happening outside. That's why every time you see me going like this, the fuck was that? The fuck was that? If I look up, that means there's helicopters. It just lets you guys know there's helicopters. (laughs) Like as if I can see through the fucking wall that the helicopter is right there. (laughs) Just a typical day in the Bronx. (laughs) Only in the Bronx. Good word. Oh man. Um, But yeah, man. Every time he gave an answer, I was just like, "Yo, I feel you, bro." Like I felt. I felt his passion. No, I felt this stuff. I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of stuff you want to say that you're not allowing yourself to say. Yeah. And I'm here for you, brother. Like, I was, that was, I, that, was a, that was a part where I'm like thinking of questions, and I'm like, shit, I can't really ask that because that's gonna leave. Like, it, it, it's, it's a lot of those moments. I was like, shit. Yeah. Like, again, that's, that's, that's my boy. That's like, that's, yeah. that's legit. What am I doing? I'm like, damn. That's why I say I give him a hug if Joe don't want to when he wins the title. That's what I'm saying. You know, shit. Ew. Ew. Listen, w- one of the girls at my job called me a teddy bear. So I'm very huggable. From the, like, the little beanie babies? Because that's like your height. Hey, listen, man. Whatever gets the job done. We need to put it back on toe because, like, this whole I, episode has been the bear. I look up to you because I respect that. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate you. No. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. But back to the bloodline. Yeah, man. 
a fucking amazing. What? Where do we yeah. say that? So throughout this whole fucking tribal chief trial, try saying that fucking five times fast. <laughs> uh, we have this. You know, obviously they were gonna fight. We saw that shit coming, but at one point, each part of the family had their hands on this necklace. Yeah. On the tribal chief's necklace. Literally, it was on Roman. It was on Jay. All right, Jimmy's looking at it. Solo had it in his hands. That look of it, though. Did you see what Solo's looking like? I need a mod. Like, oh, man. Like, even that, that little, those those little details of it. Yeah. That's like, he, he wasn't it alone. Like, it was before, like, before, he would have been like, easy. Here you go. But now with a loss underneath their belts, he's feeling that a little bit more because he's like, yo, he's my tribal chief. We ain't going to lose. We lose. To my older brothers, these yeah. niggas. Right? And then you hold this power and knowing that not for nothing was dope about Solo is that he was able to go ahead and make his own individual character that, yes, he's part of the Usos because that is his brothers, but he is not like the Usos. Yeah. He is his own separate entity, his own person, his own everything, but yet still ties in perfectly to the family. So to have the youngest hold it, it's 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 kind of like giving you like a Randy Orton when he held the belt, the title, when he won it first, and he was one of the youngest yeah. uh, champions for a really long time. Yeah, I was gonna say I think he held that record till Brock Lesnar. Was it was it Brock Brock was the yeah. was he been, yeah mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's wild, but you saw with that moment. I feel like it even started before they got the loss. I think it was that moment where Roman is just like in despair. That he's yeah. like, Yo, you're supposed to be the tribal chief. Why are you not merciless right now? Because you could tell, like, he doesn't want to go through with it. Yeah. Solo was like, Nah, I'll do it then. And, you, and he starts wailing yeah. on his own brothers. And you know what the crazy shit is? I don't know if y'all caught this, but when they cut the promo before the match, and Jay was like, this is the man that made me main event and yada, yada, yada. And he tells Jimmy, you out. And I'm out too and super kicks Roman. He took that emotion and he used it against Ray. I mean, against uh, Roman. And he was like, you know, he, he basically slid that in there. Like he, he hid undercover of the family aspect and attacked Roman. And what Roman do? The same shit to Jay. He was like, yo, I'm doing this for your family. I don't need this shit no more here. I'll bow down to you, whatever. We got to stay family, bro. This is what it takes. And then, bow, low blow. It's beautiful that it's it's almost like I saw what you did there, and I could do it too. Because now we're starting to see Roman go, it don't matter you, my family. Because before there was a little reluctancy, like, I'm a rule with an iron fist, but if I have to fuck you up, it's like, yo, you... You, you, we wasn't supposed to be like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't you know, see what he did wrong. Yeah. I feel like we started to see that again at Money in the Bank. Yeah. Like, he started looking like, damn, I don't want to do this. But Solo yeah. still has that. Like, yeah. he knows. 
in order to keep this the way it needs to be, you got to be merciless. Yep. Yep. Like Roman is starting little by little. He's starting to now get broken here, which is great. But the, yo, I'm 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 excited for it. And I I kind of want to see Roman versus Solo, and I want to see like a savage Roman, mm-hmm. like one of those Romans. that's like this is the shit I've been hiding from y'all niggas. Like y'all yeah. thought I needed these people to win, but I've really been hiding this from the WWE. I've been hiding this from the universe because y'all don't want this over here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to keep y'all safe. I'm trying to keep the money on y'all, you know, dinner tables. I'm taking care of your families as a travel chief. I could hurt any one of y'all at any moment. You know what I'm saying? I, that's what I'll count on. I think that's the evolution of Roman. That's that full peak. That's when it's like this yeah. thing is this is where he's truly the travel chief. Yeah, he got all the infinity stones now. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> you know he's, he's right there. He's right there. <laughs> yeah. Like he's Word. right there. Well, Roman's definitely trying to be Thanos at this point. He's definitely Word. like, nah, I want to get all the gold, all the bells. <laughs> Word. Facts. That'd be funny as fuck if he wins that consolation prize. Yo. And now he got four belts with him. <laughs> Yo, what was the... That, that's the only thing I will question. What was the point of giving him a new belt for him to then be like... I don't think... I'll hold all the belts. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. So, let's think about it. Rio only has one belt, right? Mm-hmm. Oscar only has one belt. And I mean, and Seth only has one belt because by default. Um, so, <laughs> just gonna put that out there. Um, and yet we're still showcasing as as if it was a showcase. On Paul Heyman, this would be Paul Heyman. We just need to add two additional belts here. There's one already here. We can just add it on here. We just need one more, okay? That's it. That's what we need. And and that would make the trilogy happen. That's it. This is why I need a three-cassette tape of the bloodline. <laughs> Word. All right. I did. This is as long as a fucking AEW pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fact. To be fair, there was a lot of commercial breaks during these times, folks. We're only getting a short time by clipping everything from the pandemic till now. All right. I'm just putting it. I feel like even then. Even before you might be able to squeeze it into like a two a two disc. Yeah. It's three no, years. Like, it's three years. Let's just give at least one cassette tape one year each at a time, okay? Shit. No, First tape if you to think be extra long if it wants to be, or even the last tape to make it feel extra special. All right, it's just. If you think about it, this is kind of like the fucking Infinity Saga because you know we started out with the introduction for each individual member of the bloodline, and then we're going through the main story, the Civil War of the shit, and then we're about to hit the fucking. You know, uh, Infinity War and and Endgame. Yo, let's find the timeline from Marvel and kind of calculate it with the bloodline. (laughs) (laughs) How they coexist and shit. Yo, that should be on the comic books. Have a like a fucking comic books wrestling. (laughs) The merger. It's where we start. The merger. How how Marvel took their ideas from the WWE. (laughs) 
So, I'll have a compelling geez. debate on what's really going on in the universe. Then the WWE universe. <laughs> Word. We've talked about the Marvel universe. Now we're going into the entertainment That's universe. It. DC, we'll have that child. Y'all got some work to do. <laughs> but y'all getting a little better. I will. I mean, yeah. Let's hope. It all starts with Blue Beetle. The guy Yo, that you know, not, not for nothing. That's the only DC movie I've seen a commercial and said I'm actually hyped to watch this. Yeah, I just saw the the, the last trailer they put out. Yeah, I'm really interested in it. Like it's it's yeah, it should be good. Should be good. Word. Like, and I think they picked the perfect kid for Blue Beetle. Yeah, yeah, the kid playing Jaime should be good. Like we'll see. We'll see how Word. it goes. No. But I do agree with y'all. I'm already sick of uh, Drew McIntyre. Him and uh, Rosef. <laughs> Wait, and just came back. Like, bro, just the came minute, back. The minute he made his entrance, you were already tired of him for some reason. Why? No, when he made his entrance to fight Gunther, I was like, yo, okay. He goes a match I want to see. This is good. We starting off strong. Then he decided to show up again, and I was like, "All right, you you overstayed your welcome." No, this is the build up. All right, they have to try to build something up with this short amount of time that they got in their hands. I would have thought that my man would have. You know they're going to play it out. Why are we acting brand new? No, no, but I would I would have thought he would have evolved from the imitation Hulk Hogan and became something else. And then they just said, "Yo, what's the best thing to do with him? Put him with Matt Riddle." Because Matt Riddle can't beat Matt Riddle. He needs to be an imitation of someone that he tag teams with. Yo, Taquan, I think that's what Toll wanted. He legit just wanted Drew to be like, all right, I'm yeah. coming back for SummerSlam. I'll, yep. I'll see y'all in the month. Yo, this is where you pull an ECW moment. He comes out at, at uh, what was it, the one we just had, Money in the Bank? Yeah. And then he, he's like, I'm going to challenge you at whenever the fuck you're available. And then at the, the shit gets dark. And boom, he's out there, and they just have a match with New Jack's music playing the entire match. Let him win the title. And then he leaves, and he comes back whenever there's a, there's a challenger for him. We don't need him on TV ever again. But we just we just talked about we need storytelling and builds. And oh, you telling me that's not a story that we could have with Drew? You just get the countdown. There. That's a beautiful story. He comes and he challenges. He leaves. Let Gunther do his thing. And then Gunther stands in the ring. I want to challenge Drew McIntyre. And it's Wait, why is he sounding like one. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Like, because I don't wrong? know I don't know his accent offhand. So you know what? Now we just get Arnold in this. And then three, two, one, and Drew pops up in the ring. No music, no sword, no fireworks. He's just boom, Sabu style. We is had the what, match. Is that what annoys you tell? Is it the is it the just entrance and it's, all the aesthetic of well, it? Well, I will say this: the three, two, one is a little bit outdated. You know, I, I, yeah. I don't think we need a countdown every time he does a clean more kick, and I feel like he leans on that a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, but I don't agree with anything else that Toe had to say. Well, it's you know what it is, and honestly, it's he feels like he's a jug. It feels like he's a juggernaut. But he's also too cool for school. Like, bro, this has become unbelievable. He's, he's on the, the Moxley Bryanson level for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can put on good matches. I'm not I'm not saying, saying that he can't. But it's, it's like my man had a tag team match against Imperium. 
and Imperium almost won. But goddammit, if it was Imperium versus Drew McIntyre, he'd have wiped the floor with him. You understand what I'm saying? Like, there's no, there's no middle ground with this man. It's he's whooping everybody's ass, or they, or they're kicking his. Like, this man has got the colossal juggernaut, unstoppable juggernaut syndrome. And then he walks out. And he got that. Spirit, that he, he got that smile on his face, like he's Hulk Hogan. Like I see him breathing, like he's from fucking No Holds Barred. Rush up, red, rip, baby. He got the. I, I see him do this well, shit he's, he's, with the he's rip coming shit. Ready to go into a fight. Like, yo, like my man is straight up looking like he's auditioning for a Hulk Hogan movie, biopic or something. Lifetime shit. Like I'm. T- I don't know. There's just something about it. It's just. It's just irking me. It's like, damn, bro, what happened? To this fucking psychopath that Drew was that the Dolph Ziggler was talking about. What happened to the guy that beat up Brock Lesnar? You got really, really complacent. You you said, "Oh, some of y'all like me. I'm John Cena now. I'm Hulk Hogan now." Instantly, come on, everybody, say it with me. Three, two, one, and I'm gonna kick you. Makes no sense. I agree with that. The three, two, one shit. Like I said, I think it's no, I don't, I don't feel like that's the only part. I feel like that's a, uh, the three, two, one. We don't need the countdown. It's a bad Not, not, not like three, two, what? No. Like, I feel that is a little bit played out. That's where I'm at. I feel like the three, two, one count is played out. Shawn Michaels' sweet chin music never played out. There was no count to it. Because he got it from the Rumble. You know? He took the, the countdown from the Rumble. No, get it. But the, you don't have the whole crowd counting three, two, one. You just have the no, whole no, crowd I, stomping. It, it may be. No, no, a, I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about Sean. I'm talking about Drew. Took the no, I know. I, I, yeah. I understand we're talking about no, Drew yeah, McIntyre, but I'm no, saying yeah. there's a difference to where a yeah. countdown. Per se is yeah. happening. Shawn yeah. Michaels, kick, kick, kick. We're not saying the numbers three, two, yeah. one. I verbally it is annoying when I hear three, two, one. That's the only thing I want to take away from Drew McIntyre. And also, do not make that fucking sword come out again. Don't you? <laughs> yeah. and, and if you do, leave it. Leave it up there. Up there is where he fucking came out in, not over here where the ring is at. Leave that right. motherfucker over there. Because nobody right. likes her. Seriously. Mr. Bendy. Yeah. He is Mrs. Bendy. Excuse me. All right? No. We yeah. don't it, want It's that. believable for the entrance. Don't bring it to the ring. Because it's like... Don't... that. That's another That's another cool. little crutch like, that he had as yeah. a character. I don't, I don't think you need to be walking around with a fucking sword. Yeah, I get it. It's not. It's, it's not like Finley's ukulele or whatever the fuck. What he had shillelagh, that little shillelagh. The shillelagh. Yeah, yeah, it's not that's like that's the that. thing. If you bring something like that to the ring, then why not use it? Like at this point, you should just be threatening to use the sword the whole match. Yeah, he like should have cut somebody's pee pee off. <laughs> choppy choppy, you pee pee. You know, at <laughs> 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 this fucking point, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just have this image right now of fucking Valvis, and, and I can never get it out. 
Ah, you pee pee and they, they turn off the lights and you're like, oh, what the shit. fuck? Oh, man. That's why you can never be that great again, folks, because you assholes are fucking sensitive. Word. Oh, man. That was great. Great TV. I want to watch that now. No? <laughs> Word. No, the fucking sincerity of someone PB should have gone chopped off. <laughs> Jumpy, jumpy. That's it. Oh. Yo. But, oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that I can see. Definitely the countdown was a little like, over the top. I get why he does it. It's trying to get the crowd into it. It's trying to get a reaction. Because every wrestler wants it. Every, the, the whole point is you want something from that the That type crowd. of reaction. Like, you you want something. Like, that makes the crowd get into it. Like, they feel... that's It, it makes the crowd feel like, oh, they're in it now. The issue is with him, it, it, I don't feel like it fits. Like, no. the dude is having a brawl in there, and now it's like, okay, let's get ready to do it. Three, It's like, those two don't correlate. Yeah. Like, that's the only issue. That I say, I could say is the only part that's like, okay, I get it. That's a little off. But I still don't get the rest of the toes complaint here with the guy. Like, he's still coming out to fight. Like, that's why he did the whole shit with Gunther. Like, no, no. So, Gunther is the only person, and Sheamus now, they're the only two people that I can legitimately believe that when Drew McIntyre walks out, okay. This is going to be a legitimate fight, and Guta has the chance to win. Anyone else, Drew McIntyre is winning this, and I don't like that feeling. Like, when when Randy Orton beat him at SummerSlam, and we always like, what the fuck? That was, I think they're saying, look, look, Drew McIntyre can lose, but then it was still stupid. Mm -hmm. I honestly think he became unstoppable with, with Brock Lesnar and never changed from that. He thinks he's wrestling Brock Lesnar everybody. If this was a real... And I'm not saying a real sport. If this was MMA and he just shows that he's better than everybody and he's on that level, I get it. But he's not showing everybody he's on that level. This motherfucker just is basically like, quote unquote, I'm not selling your shit no more. Deal it. Deal with it. Got some Ken, Ken Shamrock shit. And then he got that smile on his face, like, yeah, I'm a bad motherfucker. It, it's just, it's like, yo, bro, I don't, I don't know who you want to be. You want to be a sword swelling, uh, sword, a sword swinging Scottishman? You want to be a psychopath killer? You want to be an unstoppable wrecking ball? Which one you want to be? Because you can't be out here smiling like you part, like you one of them niggas. You know what I'm saying? That's where I get. So fucked up as because it's like, oh, look at this motherfucker. Same yeah. shit with Riddle. It's like, what'd you come out here for? What'd you come yeah. out here for? All right. So, see, that's that's now that adds a little bit more because that's understandable of it. It kind of defeats the unpredictability because it's that's where I get now the Xena comparison, the Hogan comparison. That it's like, all right, yeah, when you saw them on screen, they're probably gonna get a win. Yeah, like but, that. I that I get, but it's also. What hurt Drew was they kept, he was always in the chase. Like now, they're not going to have him take a loss because, oh, he's chasing for the IC title. Like that's the issue. Like when he was champion, he lost the most. Yeah. Like his chase, he's always become the super Drew for some reason. Yeah. He's better at retaining because when he retains, it's just kind of lackluster. Yeah. And it kind of sucks because when he won the Royal Rumble and he won the championship, 
in a way, it was like we as fans and him as a wrestler being having his WrestleMania moment. Um, well, not to say we were kind of robbed, but we were because of everything out of our control with COVID. So, I, when he won the Royal Rumble, that shit got me hyped. I was, yep. that was shit was a, yes, yep. that's the one I wanted to win. This is gonna be fucking fire. The world comes to a stop, and they gave us the best WrestleMania that they can give us, or give us, excuse me, under the circumstances. And I am appreciative of that. But when he won, and we knew it, like we just knew, right? It was just yeah. a good moment to have the top dog, or in our eyes, Mr. Royal Rumble winner, get his chance at WrestleMania, but it still felt lackluster when he won it. It felt like they handed that title to him. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it, it sucked because it was like, even though this was WrestleMania, it didn't feel like a mania moment. No. Yeah, that no. sucks because he had built, at that point, it was ready. Like, we knew. Yeah. He's going to end the story there. He's going to get it. He's going to get the, the mountaintop. But then yeah. it's just like. And that like match was what? Yeah, that match was what? Two minutes? Like no, if you, it was a little bit longer no, than that. That match, was, that match was quick. It was quick, but it wasn't two minutes. If from my memory, it, I think it was like German suplex, German suplex, and fucking Claymore kick. It was definitely, I think, maybe five minutes of that. At least. Yeah, it w- but that's also because, remember, they were going with time restraints at that point. Word. Yeah, I hear you, school. but. It was COVID mania. This is, but it was COVID mania. Yeah. Unfortunately. And at the fucking peak yeah. of it at yeah. all times. Like, right? But he, ne- he never got his get back neither. And because like, it didn't have the same fire. Yeah. They tried to rerun that. And yeah. it wasn't the same because it's like, well, damn, this is what we got. Is what it is. Yeah. Mm, nah, we already saw him win, but we no thank oh, you. Four, four minutes, minutes and thirty five seconds. seconds. That's but WrestleMania. That's fucking. That's that's Sheamus and and Daniel Bryan type yeah. fucking shit. See, but even then, the crowd helps it. Yeah. The John no. Cena Taker match. That match was not longer than than five. No, minutes. it wasn't. But and the crowd adds to it. The fact I'm, that it was legit. Yeah. Computer screens. It's like. The only long yeah. thing that we end up having was uh, AJ Styles versus The Undertaker and yeah. Bray Wyatt versus John Cena. And yeah. as stupid as it was, it was still entertaining. And yeah. yes, it's not supposed to make sense, but in a world that didn't make sense at the time, it was the best thing that they gave us, and I fucking loved it. Yeah. Cause, yo, because this is my psychology for, for wrestling, right? Roman Reigns and Hogan. Hogan always made it seem like whoever he was going up against had a legitimate shot to beat him. Because he never, like, he was never like, I'm the best wrestler in the world. It was always, I'm going to be out here. I have the Hulkamaniacs behind my back. And I'm, you know, I'm going to say my prayers, eat my vitamins, and we're going to go out there and we're going to give it our all. The 24-inch pythons, yada, yada, yada. During the match, Million Dollar Man, Earthquake, uh, um, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, everybody. Was whooping on him. Was like, yo, this is legitimate. This guy could fucking lose. He's not controlling this match. Like they're they're, they're beating on him. And at the, the last draw, he comes back and he wins because it's like, all right, we gave him that extra energy. As yeah. a kid, that's how you felt. Roman right now, he's cutting promos. No one can touch me. But then he's having matches with Sami Zayn 
and Jey Uso and and, like, and all these people, and they're this close to beating them. And that's the, I, that's the magic of wrestling that I'm missing from all these other people. It's like yo, at it's one point, that's what it is. At, it's yeah, that struggle that's missing. Yes, at one point, I want to sit here and go, wait a minute, is he gonna lose this? Yeah, are they gonna give it to Sammy? I want that. It may it doesn't have to happen every match, but an important match, I want that. Yeah, we want we want that believability again. Like the biggest thing again, this is why I say that storyline has no faulty moments. Everything has built and made it bigger and made it stronger. Roman taking the pin at money in the bank showed Roman is still human. Roman yeah. can take a loss. The guy that's been not like that shows something. Yeah. Like Brock is one yeah. of the best at that shit. Brock did it with AJ. Brock did it. Brock was it was a guy that he knows how to play ball too. Shit, yeah. he wanted to do it for Zena, and Zena was like, "No, I'm not gonna like yeah. you, she, you just uh, beat the Undertaker." Yeah. Brock, like, yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah. Brock Lesnar is a guy that's not supposed to lose. Like he looks like a dude that's not supposed to lose a match, yeah. and he's making it look like, "Oh shit, Finn Balor could beat his ass." Yep. Look what he's doing right now. Again, as much as I know, it, it, it's with Cody. He should be able to kill Cody every time he comes out. Yeah. And he took the cutter. He sold that cutter like a million yep. bucks. Yep. Brock should be able to be like, get the fuck. He should be doing the Samoa Joe. Cody yeah. goes for the cutter. Get the fuck out. <laughs> he should have caught like, Cody like a fucking ragdoll and just and fucking flung him out. But no, yeah. he, he again, it's it's showing you playing ball. You're making it look. It, it, it's, it's that magic of this song that we yeah. love about professional wrestling. Yeah. Is that, yo, listen, man, if I can believe a robotic cyborg is walking the streets as a cop that's bulletproof, but he still gets his ass kicked and he's about to die from some dude shooting up crank, I, I want to believe that a regular human, you know, can 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 lose a match. I love how we equated this to RoboCop. What? I'm just saying, bro, because I was trying to think of like a, a being that's unstoppable. The RoboCop, there it is. You know, but like uh, that's why I the best thing I ever well the things I liked about Superman was when he fought people that were just as strong as him. Yeah. Cause it's like I wanna see that struggle. I wanna see like Gunther versus fucking Drew McIntyre. I wanna see a fucking Clash of the Castle style match with him and Sheamus. When Gunther and Sheamus fought, I wanna see that struggle. I wanna see that that match where it's like, okay. Because if you think about it, on Raw, Gunther is the, the last level boss. Yeah, he's been yeah, that guy. He's absolutely. He, he took the perfect spot with, with Roman right now. He took yep. the spot of like, okay, Roman has that division. This has been mine. Yep. Like he's His been. The title guy. is more meaningful than Seth Rollins' title. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because Seth Rollins has been. Listen to sing my music. The title needs to come off Seth Rollins. It should have went on Finn. Absolutely. I Yo. I feel I, I don't feel like Seth Rollins needs it. I don't know if it's Finn. Maybe it's Damian Priest. Maybe well, I, it's a uh, Senor Money in the Bank. Um, my, my brother had a I had a, a a theory during Money in the Bank. He goes, imagine Finn Balor wins it, and Damian's like, "Yo, we're we're cool on all ends." I'm never going to cash it on you. And if you just so happen to lose, I can get it back. He's going to stay in the bloodline. 
And it's just that little way. What do you mean if I just so happen to lose? Like Damien just keeps unintentionally like if you lose, I got Hitting you. him like he's yeah. gonna like do something. Yeah. And it could just drive that wedge with him by like, yo, first of all, I ain't fucking losing. And then you have that little shit where it's like, wait, is, is Damien gonna cash in on, on Finn? Be like, I told you you was gonna lose, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It built and it makes something so much there that again, it's the little details of it. Yeah. Like, again, that shit happened every time Finn even has a chance at the title. It's like, oh, I thought you were gonna lose, so I was gonna come help. Yeah. Like, that should be how SummerSlam goes. Like, that should be the biggest win. That's probably where we're going again. We're going to see the, the rematch one more time. And you know what's really it, it, a funny, like, kind of callback to everything? Um, when we started the Judgment Day, it was Edge, not Finn. The person that delivered the bad news to Edge was Damian Priest. Call that back. Bring that type of memory back. I'm the one that threw out Edge. I'm the one that got rid of Finn. Yep. Because mommy is definitely going to go with Senor Money in the Bank. Yep. Word. And wherever mommy goes, Don Don goes. And I feel like they're going to repeat it by, and you would think, because this is something we talked about yesterday on Kenny's, about, because the rumor is still Jordan Devlin joining, JD McDonough. Why not again? We're replacing the older vet, newer blood into it. And Damien's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we got you, someone better. Because you, you want to make Damien Priest, a.k.a. Uh, Big Daddy Cool Diesel, look legitimate? Get him away from Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And little by little, we're seeing it, though. They're no, making yeah. it that it's like... Damien now looks like a threat. All that he needs left is to win the title. Yep. And you know they're going to put the title on him. Yeah. He is now going to be a failed cash in, is yeah, what I'm going to be. Yeah, he shouldn't be. It, it, no, if we're falling into this storyline, whatever. But if not, in general, right? His cash in will not be a failed cash in. No. I just feel like I hope they don't rush it. Just yeah, me neither. Reaction, I feel like they need to make it that's like the long when run. When it happens, then we get a nice rain out of it. So that yeah. way it builds Damien. Like again, the title right now may not be in the best shape that it's in, but when he wins it, he needs to make that a premier title. Yeah. And that helps him become yeah. a true main event star. Yep. And mm-hmm. and not for nothing, with him and Rhea being co-champions. Women's champion and and world champion, I think that would make that title even more legitimate because now we have a faction that's in control. Yeah, absolutely. And and Dominic will eventually win a title as well, a bullshit ass title. But he would be. What? I don't know. Isn't he going to NXT? Something, something well, yeah, like next that. next week he's he's facing Wesley. So, oh, see, there you go. There you go. Mm. Bring an NXT title. Yeah. Like Solo should have done, but. No, no, I no. Never. He brought it, you know, one day, and then they, he, he, said, yeah. he had to take it back. Yeah, he, he, he gave it back to. Made no sense. What was the point of that? Have him win the title and then just. Yeah. Yo, but fuck around. Solo comes after Dom Dom. Yeah. Like, nah. They told me I had to get my shit back. 
I mean, see, that's the thing, though. Like, I don't think Priest needs to hold it for like a year, but I, there has to be. I want to see how the story rolls out so far with Finn and and Seth because let's say let's say Finn does win the title. We need a little bit more breathing room for Finn to start thinking that he's in control. For Damien to be like, nah, nigga, you was never in control. And then cash it in on Finn. Yeah, but it you needs to also saying? happen when we kind of forgot about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. it needs to become a surprise here. We need something of, like, again, let Finn have that nice lengthy reign. And then, like, we need a moment like that. We can't just yeah. have it still be now. Because it's still fresh. We're still expecting, oh, yeah. Damien's going to turn on him. Dam- it's like... No, let us maybe think, oh, everything's peachy clean. We're good. Like, this was just everyone <coughs> speculating. Yep. And then, boom. Honestly, if Finn wins it now at SummerSlam, do it at the Rumble. Yeah. Set I was thinking the Rumble. I was thinking the Rumble, too. No. Like, do it at the Rumble. But, and, you know, it's, yeah. I mean. And your it, would ha- it would have to be something where it's like, so unexpected like we see the riff now and it was like oh he's gonna cash it he's gonna cash it in let him let him get together let him you know fucking be friends and be like yo this guy they're a squad they you know he he ain't gonna do that shit to his boy they're boys they're tag team champions whatever the case may be and then just that one fucking night finn fucked with the wrong person and i would like to cash in my money in the bank what what he's gonna do it, and Rhea's like, "What do you mean? What the fuck?" Like everyone's on some. What are you doing? It's like, it's my time. Sorry, fuck this group. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, on some real shit. Cause that shows how important that belt is. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's it's cause it's, I'm. It's like, yo, he's supposed to be my boy, but I want to be champion. I came here to be a champion. Yep. Yeah. Well, it, it works because it's like that whole time. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Focus is on Finn. Everything's on Finn. And then when he does that, it's like, I'm not second fiddle to anybody. Word. Like and we get a real that. Damien Priest. Yeah. You mm-hmm. bring back Absolutely. that edge that he had in ROH. You bring back what made Punishment Martinez Punishment Martinez. Yeah. He had why it's like, okay, yeah. When he was in NXT, it's like, all right. You make him that monster again. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And that is the buy-in right there. That is the buy-in that he's going to have on the audience. Because it's it's like when Seth turned on the shield. Oh, yeah. Instantly, instantly he became the biggest heel. And that's what it needs to be. And it's like, we're all going to see it coming, right? But then we don't see it coming. Yeah. It's like a, a good old Sasha... Banks and fucking Bailey when they did a turn on each other. When yes. is the turn gonna happen? When Bailey did the turn, now that shit was epic. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be that moment that again, it's like yeah. we forgot about it. Like that's why yeah. I say do it at the rumble. Cause by then we're like, okay, cool, everything's good. We're about to go to Mania. Oh shit, he still has that. Yeah, you know, and I would even have a segment where Damian Priest is like, yo, bro. I'm not even going to hold this fucking money in the bank. Like, I, he doesn't even bring it to the ring. He doesn't do nothing. Yeah, and then just one moment, it. one moment, it's like, nope, it was underneath this motherfucker the whole time. Hold up. Close it out. You think I'm stupid? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a setup. It was a setup. 
show if uh this was like 2005 i could see that we don't we don't we don't do uh wow those kind of matches anymore that's so. not a way well, he's gonna try to pin her right well, and, and she's kind of taken so what anyway yeah moving forward eel sky miss money in the bank and also the longest reigning Miss Money in the Bank ever in history by a two whole fucking 48 hour day. Yeah. And the success of LA Night. Yeah. All right. This is there's a lot of that's go that's a lot of good stuff that's going on in WWE. There's also a lot of shit that's going on in AEW. Yeah. What's Ooh. going on with, with Adam Cole and, and MJF? I haven't been able to keep up the last two weeks. They're like BFFs. Yeah, they've yeah, been having I'm the most, like, great, like, story with it. Like, they're doing promos. They're doing this. They're playing video games. They're doing... It's like... It's the nice buddy buddy story storyline here that we know, though, it's just going to lead to one of them turning on each other. I just hope it's the opposite of what we're expecting. I just hope it's the unpredictable of instead of MJF just saying fuck Adam the cold, I hope it's cold turning on. Yeah. 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 Am I, I, you know, so I, I want to believe in love, man. Like, I <laughs> want to believe that. And you can't no, believe in love. Wait, wait, wait. You can't believe in love in the Golden Lovers. You can believe in love oh, and the golden lovers. That pop last night, that reaction of just like <laughs> that that's next Wednesday is gonna be great. That pop Kode Bushi is gonna get is and we've been saying it. We've been saying it. When when is Kodo Bushi coming? Like, why is it taking him so long? We we know he's, there's gonna have to be somebody from New Japan that's gonna come here. You can't have one New Japan nigga in BCC or BBC or whatever the fuck they call it, Black Comic yeah, BCC, and then not have another one. All right, on the other side to obviously even the odds, it's Kenny Omega. Of course he's gonna get his BFF. We're just like, yeah. I was worried though that because of the New Japan stuff and all that, we wouldn't get Kota. Because unfortunately, they do not have the best relationship. Because Yo, ain't, of, ain't that some yeah. shit? A uh, fucking pay per view called the Forbidden Door, and there's so many restrictions on other fucking yeah. talent. Like, I guess this door ain't fully open, is it? It's like a uh, crack in it. Uh, like, so yeah, you need a secret password to get through this door. It's a no, 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 it has a chain on it right now. So if you get yeah. past the little that little set, that's it. Word. Like you, you, you must stop at go. Pay your pay your fine, and then you go. That's but, it. but hey, it took long enough. We finally get it now. Yeah, and we get the Golden Lover as a part of Blood and Guts, which ah, it's gonna be fire. And then Pop showing up like that was fire. Shit, hold on, I gotta watch. I'm this so excited to see that yesterday. Back. Yeah, right, yeah. So I'm gonna have to watch that then. I didn't get a chance yeah, to watch. Yeah, that's it. what set up the ma- the match for next week. That's okay. gonna be the five on five. Okay, nice. It's all good. So, so uh-huh. be- <laughs> before we before we call it a night, my brother was telling me some news that Finn Balor actually doesn't like the demon character because when he was in Japan, he just did it like he just painted himself to paint himself to make it seem bigger. He doesn't like the backstory and all the other shit on it. I've heard that. You know what it is? I think. It lost the mystique of it. Yeah. Because it became 
a character. I don't think he ever wanted it to become a character. It just wanted it to be like war paint. It doesn't yeah. need a story. It doesn't need a, oh, in order for Finn Balor to win a big match, he needs to become the demon. Yeah. Like we expected it at um at Money in the Bank. We expected, oh, he has to be the demon now. It's like he could just yeah. be Finn Balor. Like Finn Balor has done things. Fergal Fergal Devitt didn't always need the warp paint. Like And then when he did thing. do it on the indie scenes, he's always switched it up. It was never just a demon. It was a joker. It was this. It was that. It was like yeah. different uh different forms of, of a darker side that would kind of bring out like the better wrestler because it brings out his inner warrior per se. And then I have to say better wrestler, but like that brings out the inner warrior of the wrestler. It, it adds up the it's a level up, man. Yeah. We're leveling that's what up it, was our to do. it was just supposed to make him a little more like rugged. And that's when he went yeah. out of him. So now with the demon, they expect, oh, that's it. Like this is what they merchandise it. OP. That's what it was. They completely merchandised it and totally made and it. Good merchandising idea, obviously, but at the same time, like you said, it kills the fucking mystique to it. It kills the magic that is, yo, Demon Balor in NXT, I think he was like more down for that because it felt a little bit more real to home, you know? It also wasn't every, like every other pay-per-view he was doing it. It was like right. when it counted, like that match with Samoa Joe. It made sense. Yep. Especially when they went back to Japan. It's like, of course, he's going to bring the demon. Yeah. But now it's like they wanted every pay-per-view. It's like, oh, we're probably going to see the demon. We're going to see the demon. It's like, we could just get Finn Balor, too. That's fine. Yeah. Right. Because like, it almost seems like demon, when he's Finn Balor, he's going to lose. Just like, you know, yeah, Bray Wyatt do his thing. Um, yeah. It's just... This is that's a whole what a demon. topic there of just... Can we get Bray back, please? Like he's not medically cleared. Why do I feel like that's a cop out? Th that's that's the only thing because when I saw that, I'm like, oh, 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 what's injured? Yeah, Is I was just saying, when did he get hurt? Maybe it's not injured. Maybe it's just well being mentally. Which if I that's mean, the case, then I, that's completely understandable. If which again, we, we kind of maybe forced them into it too. That it was like, hey, we need you back here. Maybe he's still not mentally there. And then That's the expectations that he set for himself with yeah. this character, Uncle Howdy. He, sh he should have went to Raw. Because the, the problem was he was on SmackDown with Tribal Chief. They ain't giving him no time for that. Who's he going to wrestle? Who was on SmackDown? You go to Raw, there's no champion there. He can he can pick apart anybody. I don't even think it's just that. I think it's it's the spotlight thing. It's in order to keep that idea relevant, you have to compete with bloodline storyline takes over SmackDown. Like to get any ounce of like people to keep interested, you have to go like at a hundred every time. Which coming yeah. back to that, that sucks. Like I mean, they did it in the Attitude Era. Like a lot of people found their minutes on TV with Stone Cold and The Rock there and DX and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's not undoable. It's just I know they're not gonna give him the 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 backing because they want to yeah. just back the bloodline. But it's if he wasn't mentally prepared for this, 
He should have he should have never came back at that time. If he's still not, then my man should seriously think about not calling it quits, but taking a sabbatical and going and getting that shit like fixed. Well, I think that's what he's doing now, but we're just we're again. The we're media is putting out there of this is what we want you to this is what we want to tell you. So yeah. you have a source of where we're at right now. This is why they put this, oh, he's still out. And that's their job to do because that's not his fucking job to do. No, yeah. He works for a fucking company. There's at least there's some fucking PR people just like, oh, we need to put out a status. Let's do that now. Boom. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch. That's yeah. their job. And unfortunately, we as fans are just like, so what's happening? What's going on? Is he okay? No. Physically injured, mentally injured, both. Emotionally mm. injured, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. where are we at? And it is like we're we're left in the dark, and it kind of sucks yeah. as fans because we actually really do care about yeah. Bray Wyatt, his well-being in general. Because there's a lot that goes behind being a wrestler in WWE in general, especially being a top star that he was as the fiend, as even himself with the Wyatt family. You know, it, it was always something that was admired by the fans. And it's like there's a miscommunication somewhere. I think that's what it is, too, because it creates the everyone's theorizing something instantly. Yeah. Like, and that again, that adds another element of like, this is stress for the guy. Like, yeah. And, and, yo, I'm pretty sure with what he wanted to do and everyone instantly going, Uncle Howdy's Bo, Bo Dallas. I'm pretty sure he's on some, yo, bro, this, this, I, this is not how I want it to go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because he came back the best return anyone's ever had. Word. And then instantly was like, so now what? And that's the issue. They created that expectancy so much of fans instantly. Like, oh, okay, so who's under this mask and who's under? They didn't let the moment happen no. before instantly it's getting picked apart and all these yeah. predictions. Like the yeah. uncle went the minute it's like okay, cool. Now there's something else to it. Uncle Howdy instantly. Oh, it has to be Bo Dallas. It has to be uh, Vinny Marseglia. It has. It's like. Just let it happen. Let something yeah. like again, people are gonna talk about it, people are gonna start to speculate, but don't let that be the whole conversation. Enjoy it for the moment. Yeah, and that's what kills it. And that's again, that's yeah. probably what killed unfortunately this guy's creativity right now. Because he's like, no matter what I do, they're gonna try to beat it and go to the next step before we even get there, which sucks. It does. But as fans, this is, what, this is what we do, right? We kind of articulate the art of what we see in front of us. Uncle Howdy. Who is Uncle Howdy? Is this? He's Uncle Howdy. And he was at first, you know, playing the, the character on the screen. Obviously, we, we, we're smart. Well, <laughs> some of us out there are smart. Yeah, but we're, some interesting individuals. we're smart. Yeah. We see, we know, we have this gut feeling it's going to be Bo Dallas. I've, the minute Uncle Howdy came out, I was like, this is how it should go down. 
do I, because it would be dope to actually see brothers be together to kind of add their own bloodline story as the white family story. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And and I think we lost mystique to that when we had Uncle Howdy come also into the ring with a different mask. Similar, but no, that uh, you can tell the difference. No. And it took away from that because he yeah. should never have gotten into the ring. Or there were so many just like miscues, like even yeah. him attacking Bray. It's like, okay, so now you're trying to get this switch, but it's like, wait, why would he do? And again, I get why, like they're trying to make it so again, it takes away the predictability factor. But you're booking into a wall of like, wait, so how does this make sense? Like, yeah, it's a little bit too far out. Yeah. I felt like keeping Uncle Howdy not doing any wrestling moves. Not especially not attacking Bray. Yeah. Cause that was like, we're going left fields with this. Yeah. And again, it kills the mystique. That's the biggest yeah. thing. Like their their characters are supposed to have that mystique to it. Like it's supposed to be like an Undertaker style, like Kane. Like there should feel like some outside weirdness to it. And let's be real, when Bray and Undertaker had that stand in the middle of the ring, you felt that torch being passed on to him. But yet it either was not, I'm not going to say it wasn't respected backstage. Because everybody sees that as a form of respect. But it was still not understood. Yeah. And that's where we lost everything. And that yeah, should have been the moment where it all blew up. Cause, like yeah. Because yeah. it seemed like he said, this is what I want to do. And they go, perfect. But we can't let you get bigger than the bloodline. So we're going to have to change this. And it got to the point where they changed so much. It's like, I can't tell my story now. Because yeah. I always felt like Bray tried to suppress the demon. And Uncle Howie was trying to let the demon out. But we never got to that point. No. Never. We really didn't. Again, hopefully one day we do. Hopefully they're able to do something with us. Hopefully we get to that point where we can continue to see or we see something completely different. But just something. I kind of want him to come back as Bray Wyatt. Like if he was Bray Wyatt before any of this almost like he forgot about the the demon or the the fiend and all that other stuff and he's just wrestling and then one day it just snaps that would be dope though yeah that would be cool if just like he comes back it's like wait amnesia type this, shit. this it's like i don't know what you're talking about just come back so like happy go lucky and yeah. then like some amnesia type shit yeah and then you know he's wrestling and you're like oh he's gonna be the fiend to wrestle this guy and nope Nope, and then just something happens. A pipe hits the floor while he's walking, and he's like, what the fuck was that? And it's just, you could see Uncle Howdy there. You could see it, the Lily doll, something, yeah. and it just sparks in his brain, and boom. Yeah. And that was such a good combination between Bray and Alexa. 
It yeah. really was. Uh, they worked really well together. And the way they kind of just separated them, yeah, it, it just kind of sucked because we saw a different side of a, a, of a mystique woman on yep. the roster. Yep. yep. And it, it that was evidence. Yeah. Of they had no idea what was happening with any of these characters because they let them do it. And then when they had to take control, it was like, put her in therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, then we all know how I feel about that. <laughs> Yo, as much as Daquan left, that would be a good way to do it, though. Yeah. Have it legit what you could do with Bray. Make it Moon Knight. Yeah. The fiend Yo, does things and then imagine you have Bray and his brother as tag teams. They come out as the rotundas or some shit. And they just act like none none of that. Yeah. And then you have like a separate tag team that could be on SmackDown or on the other brand that's demonic and shit. And you're like, wait, is that Bray and, and Bo? They, and if, if it would be called the Wyatt family. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it would be like one of those. Wait, is that Bray and Bo in a mask? But aren't they this? And they get you thinking. Yeah. Do they know that they they're doing this? Are they doing this for like your honk? If you agree, I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, be- I believe. That's right. But yeah, I mean. <laughs> we- <laughs> One one hell of a, a time with uh, Rembrandt. He hit me up in the chat. He said he had fun. Yeah, it worked. He appreciates us, yeah. you know, having him on. And if you're still watching us, bro, you're more than welcome to come on anytime. And uh, yeah. is there anything happening this weekend? Or is it, we, nothing happens until... No, but our guest next week, A, is Janelle from HR from the Jabberpiece Podcast. That's right. We will go over the card for Jobber Slam 3 happening when? July 29th? Yep. Yes. That's right. July 29th. I always I was thinking about 27, but I wasn't 100% sure. That's just me. The 27th is that Thursday. I'm putting the reminder two days ahead so I make sure yeah. I'm there on time. That's yes. what we do. Yes. You know, Latino people, we get there mad late. Um, especially show. Um <laughs> <laughs> But we will definitely have Janelle here next week. Uh, we can't wait. We're going to talk all about the card, uh, the matches that we're going to see the most, the matches that we're sponsoring. Um, definitely stay tuned. We're, we're, this is what we're going to be doing. It's summertime. We outside, baby. That's it. We outside. We got a bunch of new guests for y'all. So I'm going to have to think of a lot of fucking questions. And you know I don't like to think. But on that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's your friendly neighborhood knuckleheads signing out. Peace, everybody. Oh, shit. Peace.